three, two, one. Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Yeah, I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm -hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody. It is Friday, October 21st. This is the Mike Rutherford Show, coming to you, as always, from the world-famous University of Louisville College of Business Studios. We're here from 3 to 6 today on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it better as the Big X. We want to hear from you between now and then. Text us at 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. We got lots to get to today. Trevor Kelsey with me in the house, rocking the Big X polo. He's looking dapper. He's looking fantastic. No undershirt needed. You, you seen him? I have one. Yeah, I got an undershirt on. Oh god, he's letting the taco meat flow. He's looking good. He's feeling great. There is nobody else here today. Right after we said like yesterday, how it's been busy in the studios. Other people have been around. I pull up today. There's no cars in the parking lot. No kids. No no employees. It's just us. We're rocking and rolling. We don't care. We're good. Troy was here when I got here, but he left about. 10 till 4, I think. Wow. Or 10 till 3. 10 till 3. Like, what time is it? I don't know. Somebody did walk in here. There's Troy. He's like, Troy's here. I just went to go get food. We're it good. didn't offer me. We're good. Yeah, you are hungry. You don't have. You didn't get your Arby's. You went to, to try to get some pre-show Arby's. Uh, yeah. Seven I, cars in line. I go to Arby's. I got, it's at 335, 340-ish. There's like seven cars. I'm like, I can't make it to the studio on time. So now I'm going to sit here three hours. I might be grumpy at 445. Yeah. The one Friday that we don't have intern- chips like chips is going to do anything to yeah, this guy. Yeah, like, I know. like throwing rocks at the asteroid in Armageddon, man. You, Come you, on, you new here, Troy? What <laughs> yeah, doing? you We're nice to join the staff, Troy. <laughs> intern Patrick is almost always here on Fridays, so you were going to to send him to Arby's. Yes, to and if he food. shows up, guess what? <laughs> now he's not coming. He's like, he's like in the parking lot right now, turning around. He's like, well, I'm no. gonna, I'd buy him Arby's. I, he's going to go tailgate for the manual game three game three hours early. I mean, I thought about going because here's the thing that sucks about this area is that because the McDonald's is closed over there now, or and by the McNam Plaza, they're like re- doing rebuilding it or something. They're doing like the Steve Austin thing. They're going to make it better, more aloof. And so now all I have really in this area with the quickness is the Arby's, which I do love, and there's a Taco Bell. But that Taco Bell last night, as you may or may not know, I saw your text. And so, you know, and big fa- middle finger to everybody who just. Called, thought I was lying. You uh, accumulated twenty nine. I don't think anybody thought you were lying. <laughs> twenty nine, like ninety. Made twenty nine dollars on a single Taco Bell order. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even that much. It was. It was more than I could eat. I'll say that. It was just like seven tacos. Was it five Doritos Locos and then two, two steak chalupas? Steak, yeah, steak chalupas. And then yeah. a large Dr Pepper. Yeah, that's right. Look, I, at I, you. look at me. I told you I feel good today. This is the first like good. 
health-wise day that I've had, if I sound a little bit more chipper, that I've had in like three weeks. I had like two really good weeks before then, bleep at the fan for no reason. I've kind of been not feeling great. And I, today it's just been, it's been good. So we've got good vibes today. Well. Because we, we, got, we, got, we got some selling to do tonight. Here's the thing. We have to start off on a bad note because this just happened like right before we went on the air. So I'm feeling oh. good. I'm feeling ready. I'm ready to, I'm raring to go. By the way, you're looking, you're talking about me. You're, you've got the nice little dress shirt on today. Thank you. Any any little vent after work tonight? Yeah, a little, a quick little drop by, but then and mostly work. And then I'm going to watch Louisville Live. Uh, that's where, yeah. which is where I'm getting to. I don't know. Debbie called me fine yesterday and it got me all in my, and now I'm like, maybe, yeah, I, need, maybe I, I need to dress up more. Well, I mean, I'm I, maybe, I'm, I'm making my way with the, with the pullover. We're both but, looking good today. I mean, maybe I have to shave the chest a little bit, or at least wear yeah, an undershirt. Yeah, you don't need to shave the chest. You look great. I've got that seventies kind of going on, but we've got we we have to start today's show, and I don't want to do this. We've got bad news, and well, not the, like not like jokey bad news. Like this is legitimate bad news well, for the not, weekend. Let's ignore it then. We we can't unfortunately. We just found out uh, fifteen minutes ago, like the focal point of this weekend, recruiting focal point AJ Johnson is not making the visit now. He's not going to be in town for Louisville Live. He has had to make a uh, a last second cancellation. I mean, this is brutal. Like. Please quite, don't tell me so he can go to Austin. No, quite literally last second. He will not be taking his official visit this weekend because there's a sickness in his family. Oh, he man. is looking to reschedule the visit. But this is, I mean, UofL's been planning for this for quite literally like four or five weeks now. This thing's been centered around him. To a point, yes. Like, like I think that there was... No disrespect to the other recruits. but I think there was a chance. Like He wasn't the only reason why they're having the event so late. Typically, Louisville Live has been late September before. It's now late October. But part of the equation here was he was scheduled out every weekend in September. He, September 3rd, that weekend he was at USC. After that he was at Texas. After that he was at LSU. After that he was at NC State. That was every weekend besides the very last weekend of September he had booked. So we couldn't do it on the typical weekend that we were supposed to if we wanted A.J. Johnson to be in attendance. We bump it to October 21st. Again, it wasn't entirely because of him. But he was he's the potential crown jewel of your 2023 class. A lot of this weekend was going to be crafted around trying to get A.J. Johnson in a Cardinal uniform for next season. And now, I mean, it's just, it, it's brutal. There's no way around it. I can't imagine what the, what the staff's feeling right now. Um, you, you Clearly, you can't control stuff like this. But he will not be here this weekend. It's a huge bummer. You've got still, I think, four five-star prospects, uh, but they're all from the 2024 or 2025 class. You'll have Caleb Glenn's going to be in town, the, the current commit. Curtis Williams, the other. Well, he lives here pretty much. I mean, Well, not anymore. <laughs> He's at La Lumiere now in, yeah. in northern Indiana playing his senior season of basketball. <laughs> Curtis Williams, another commit from the 2023 class, will also be in town. So it's good to have those guys kind of trying to, to get the gelling to start for next season. But – this is the guy that you want. This was the guy that you wanted more than any. This is the guy that the students were going to be focused on. This is the guy who was going to get her, hear his name chanted. We're going to get some FaceTime with Jack Harlow. You know, whatever else they had planned for AJ Johnson. It's now. It's cool that he wants to, to be here another weekend to visit, but it feels like it's not going to have the same impact now. I feel like I, vibes are off. This this I think you should let me give him his own theme song. I think he was mad. Is it our fault? I, I mean, he probably wasn't very happy that we made him share it with DJ. We didn't sh- share it. We just changed it for the better. Yeah, but he should deserve it. Because he's his better own than song, DJ Johnson though. or DJ Wagner, right? That's our new pivot. Well, of course he is. He's better, I mean, way better. Everybody knows an A is better than a D. So, I mean, that's, that's why it comes first. <laughs> but I think we should have given him his own song. And now, and now I mean, where, where do you bring him in at this point now, though? Do you, I, don't I mean, know. I, I don't know. I mean, you want to you want to you want to have him something where he can you know we can. I mean, you've got football games. You've only got West. We got what three home games left after this. 
in football. I feel like he's not making it in the fall. The, the good news for Louisville, if there is good news here, is that he has said on record many times he does not plan on making a decision until the spring. Like, he wants to wait until after the season. He wants to go through the – he's not, he's not going to be an early signing period kid. He wants to – So we get him for a big basketball game maybe. We could, yeah. This winter, if he has a I – mean, he's going to have his own season going. But if he does have an open week or if, you know, his high school season wraps in, say, February, we can get him in here for one of the early March games or late February games at the Yum Center. I, I, I don't know. It's just I – mean, What's Harlow's schedule like moving forward? How, how can we compare <laughs> well, AD well, Dawson's schedule with Harlow's I schedule? I mean, worst we can get Harlow to FaceTime them, right? <sighs> We've probably already done that. And it's uh... – we need we we need face to face time. He needs to party with Harlow. He needs whatever he, whatever Harlow did to get Brandon Huntley Hatfield. We need him to give AJ Johnson the same treatment. And now we're not getting that. Well, if that's all it is, then he can just meet me, and I can do that for him. I mean. No, no, no. I don't think that you have the same effect. This sucks. I mean, it, there's, there's no way around it. It's still going to be a great event tonight. I think the you know they lucked out with the weather for sure. It's, it feels great it's outside. Nice out. Yeah, it is. You've got I picked the wrong day to pick my long sleeve. I know today. AJ Johnson is not the only big name coming to town. So clearly, you know, it still has a chance to be a very impactful recruiting weekend. And, of course, it's the unofficial start of both the men's and the women's seasons. You know, we want to see the dunk contest. We want to see the intros, all that fun stuff. Harlow's going to be there. Your voice is not involved, right? My voice is not to my knowledge. <laughs> I have to double check, but I don't think I'm involved in well, any Well, they, would, they would ask you if they were going to, like, I guess they could still clips from the show without us knowing. But. They kept me as far away as possible from this thing. Remember last year, like, they were... They, they were like giving us stuff, and like you know, they were. You know, I've seen them give the Louisville Live boxes to other like media people. This year, like nobody's even texting us. Like no, nobody's like. Yeah, we didn't even get an offer. There was nobody who was. You want to come on the show? There was none of that. Like they, they were like, just stay away from the basketball program as much as you can. <laughs> you wrecked us last year. Um, like the media, Andre McGee. Kind of. It's <laughs> not cool. And I can't, I can't emphasize I can't enough. An Uber. <laughs> I can't emphasize enough how much last season wasn't my fault. It was not my fault. Can't say it enough. But. Uh, Live Alive this big weekend because we got this obviously tomorrow night is homecoming yep. big game against Pitt uh, starting the second half of the season that may or may not save Scott Satterfield's job <laughs> Sunday you've got the red white scrimmage it's a big weekend and it is not off on the right foot here with AJ Johnson canceling his visit at the last second but I did see Trenton Flowers officially in town he posted on his Instagram that uh, you know he, he, the classic airport shot that everybody has when they're in town that big banner that says you know you've, you've landed in the, the you know where Cardinals fly and the, you know, welcome to Louisville. Uh, he posted that, so that's a five star of the tier. Never taking a picture of an airport when I'm landing. When's the last time you flew on a plane? Because you're a big driver. I am. Uh, man, it would have been. I flew down to Orlando. I want to say it's back in maybe 14. That's been a long time. 13? No, maybe that was it was later than that. Probably 12 or 13 actually. I just flew down there for the weekend. That's a long time. Yeah. You mean I don't even think that that sign was there when you. The last time <laughs> when you, came you, back, you got back to <laughs> Muhammad Ali Airport, which was definitely not named Muhammad Ali Airport. <laughs> I was, I was thinking about that last night because I think coming up this summer, will, uh, the summer of twenty three, will be the ten year anniversary of when I did my Hall of Fame tour, like when I went to all the Hall of Fames all in one week. And I was thinking, oh yeah, I was thinking I wouldn't. I, I, maybe it's about time to maybe redo that, but without the NBA one because it sucked. You, well, the basketball fame. Listen, NBA, despite rants of NBA yesterday. I'm, the basketball fame is not very fun. That's what you've said. Yeah. You love the NFL one, though, right? The NFL, and major, the one I was most disappointed I didn't give myself enough time for was the, uh, was baseball. Because it's not just the actual Hall of Fame. Like, the entire town, you can just walk around and visit places. That's cool. And there's, so, there's like, wax museums and, you know, just restaurants and, and stores just dedicated. You know, just it's, a, it's literally just a small village. 
and just surrounded by, you know, within the middle of it is the, is, you know, the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's a pretty cool place. I just got an email that Racing Louisville is looking for a new general manager. They're opening a search. Is Ooh, that something can I that apply? you might be interested? Although, given your background, some of the statements you've made on air, you know, they're looking for somebody who's crystal clean, who is not going to well, no, but I've never be made at any, all controversial. Well, but no, I've never made any, like, bad, like, sexual comments. Like, that would be considered uh, inappropriate. Have I? Did I? I black out a lot when I talk. Yeah, I don't, I, don't know if <laughs> I don't know if you're the best candidate for this job. There's been times when I just kind of zone out and I wake up and it's like 4.15. I'm like, where the hell? What, what was that? What happened? How, speaking of, how was your Thursday night? Uh, pretty basic. Didn't Not, not a whole lot to it. Watched, uh, I watched, I don't know why, the, 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 the couple X-Men movies. X-Men uh, First Class and the Days of Future Past, which is still not very good. Stuck in the uh, the football game. Mm. Oh, I did watch. I did watch. Uh, you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take people. People are going to give me crap about the NBA. I'm going to I'm going to put on this this uh, Sixers game. Really? Well, that's a yes. bad choice. I'm watching a half of basically every time they go down the court. One guy runs the corner, the other guy runs the other corner, one guy sits on the elbow, and then they play a pick and roll, and it's just over and over and over, same thing, which is why the NBA sucks now. You didn't like it. It's so boring. I'm shocked that you weren't swayed. It was so boring. Now, granted, Doc from Rivers' a, a opinion that you had. Then I watched some of the Clipper game, and it was just as bad. It was just, it was, I watched a little bit of the Clipper game. It wasn't fun to watch. Lakers just the same thing, back and forth. Both teams doing the same thing, back and forth. Back. Like, oh, how many times can I watch, you know, and they can't play defense, so the pick and roll is basically just – how many times can I watch the guard just kind of go around the pick and just take a 15-footer and no one try to rebound it on the offense because they're all running back down? Man, you don't want to give up transition bucket. <laughs> the Virginia defense. You don't want to have it. You don't, you don't want to play good basketball either, apparently. It sucked. It, was, it wasn't fun to watch. I'm done for the NBA again. I've had my fill. I'm stunned that you uh, you had an opinion that you went into a viewing with and you didn't change that opinion. No, I, I didn't have to so because I, 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 went in, I went in leaving going, why did anybody argue with me? I was dead right. <laughs> That's the way I left. I left it going, there's proof that I'm right. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, we... Uh, <laughs> We had a, a business, we went straight to the Jack O'Lantern spectacular. Which, you know, Troy came back in last night and he's like, "Traffic's so terrible, we can't even, I, I can't even move." I'm like, did "Jesus, you, did you get it?" Yes. We, well, we already were running late, and the Waterson I saw it backed up when I was going home. I go eastbound, westbound. It was like wall to wall traffic. So what it took us like we're going to Iroquois Amphitheater, which is typically like a it would be a I don't know like twenty minute drive. It took us all the way on 64, like downtown. So you swoop around and then hop on the water <laughs> around and then go back the other way towards the, uh, you know, third street. Was it a wreck on, you know, I guess it was, yeah. I, I don't know what it was, but it was awful. So it ended up taking us. So we were already going to be a little bit late. So we were super late, but people who've been to this before. I know in years past, it's been like, terrible. It takes a long time to get in. The line doesn't move that long. You're just a whole lot of waiting. It was pretty well done this year. I know that they're doing the time slots, which I think has helped a lot, but we, but you were late, weren't you, you said? It was late because we had the, the 6.30 time slot, and the 7.30 line was, like, already all the way backed up. Oh, we walk right in. We go into the amphitheater, and, like, we see, like, the line's, like, not moving. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, we've got we've got Virginia, who's three, my niece, who's three, <laughs> John, who's about to turn one. And I'm like, you know, we can't, I can't do this line for, like, yeah, 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> Thankfully, we stand. The line starts moving very, very quickly. It was great. We also, I get home, and I find out that, Virginia and John, neither one of them have napped, which is just recipe for disaster. Well, does it mean go, that means go to bed early though? It does, but when you've got a event that you're at, like like 
that event's going to end right <laughs> when they when going to bed early would be happening. So this was you knew it was like a, a matter of of you know when, not if, when there, an explosion was going to happen. John, God love him, was like the most happy kid in the entire. The kid loves pumpkins. Apparently, he's <laughs> dancing. He's like flailing his arms every time he sees a pumpkin. He's going nuts. He's making baby sounds. He was on cloud nine. Virginia was great the whole time. She was a little bit, she got spooked out by some of the stuff, which you know, is going to happen with a three-year-old. But she was great. She was all into it. She was, she was really well behaved. And then we get right to the end. And you never know what's going to set off a toddler when it's like they haven't had a nap and it's the time that they should be going to bed. And we get to the end and she starts talking about how she had wanted to play Lemonade Stand at the end of the, the, the pumpkin tour. There was a big gate that she saw and she was going to play Lemonade Stand with it. And I, I was like, well, this is the gate right here. It's like one of those little turnstiles they have. And she's like, no, that's not it. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? Like, like where are we going to go? She's like, I want to go to the other gate. And I see like, I see the breakdown coming. I'm like, oh, God. And there's the nothing other, you can do to stop the it. The other gate is in the front of the entrance. I guess. I, I still don't really know what she was talking about. But the flood is coming. It's like that scene in Deep Impact where they're standing on the giant wave. Like, it, it's, it's going to hit you. Like, there's nothing you can do but hold on to your, your, your parent and just brace for impact. And she's like. I wanted to play at the other gate. I wanted to play at the, I wanted to play Lemonade Stand. And like, I just pick her up and start walking to the car. And she, by the time we get to the car, is in such hysterics that she cannot talk. And I think she's going to throw up because she's just so, I want to play Lemonade I wanted to play at the gate. I wanted to play Lemonade Stand. And I'm like, oh my You're God. Just oh my. Her through the park. I'm just carrying her. I'm trying to get her seat. Like, she's hyperventilating. I'm People like, are looking okay. at you probably. They're like, what is she? Was she afraid of the pumpkins? No, she wants to play Lemonade Stand. <laughs> it's no way, there's no way to explain that. To, I mean, other parents get it. People who don't have kids are just like looking at me like I'm the worst person in the world. I'm like, I'm sorry. She didn't take a nap. What do you want me to do? Is there anything worse almost as a parent when, the kid, when, you're, when you're almost having to drag a kid? Out of, out of a public event, he's going just nuts like that. She, I look, mean, she was just... She the was, looks you get from other people just... But it wasn't like she was being like a, a bratty kid, like, I want to see more pumpkins or something. She just... Yeah. She was just hyper... Like, she did not... She could not communicate, and she was... Well, for whatever reason, why it. she's having Exactly. It. She's doing it nonetheless, yeah. I and mean. she was just sad. And, and so, like, we get her in the car, and poor Mary has to, like, sandwich herself in the backseat behind the car... Between the two car seats, <laughs> because Virginia's like, I want you to sit with me. And uh, she finally, she chills out. We give her some fruit snacks on the way home. We sing mini, Mickey Halloween songs, and she's fine. And John's fine. John's having a bottle. He's he had the best night of his entire life. And we get home, and she's cool. We I, get, mean, I mean, it was just, but like for that like five minute period, it was just you know you knew it was going to happen at some point, and it happened then. It still was a good night, but it was just like you know if, if you don't take the nap, it's just it's Russian roulette. It's going to happen. I can't think of any problem in life that isn't solved with fruit snacks and Mickey sing along Halloween. The girl would eat. She would eat probably ten fruit snacks a day, packs a day if you gave them to her. She uh, would not stop eating fruit snacks. I don't blame. My favorite are the Welch's fruit snacks. I used to have those a bunch. Those things are good. I also I, I saw actually saw like one of those like '90s nostalgia accounts had like the Scooby Doo fruit snacks. They posted oh, yeah. a picture of them. I had those at lunch. I think every day in high school. The Blues, incredible. Do we not? Do they still? I mean, they still make the. I know they make the Welch's. I've gotten them before. But we still have the Welch's. Yeah, yeah, I see them at gas station. Because now you can get them in like all strawberry only or mixed fruit and stuff like that. But Got to have variety. Yeah, but I don't know if they make the Scooby-Doo's anymore, do they? Apparently they do. I saw people talking about it. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so that was, it was, it was a fun night. If you're, well, you had fun. I, did, I mean, you at least had fun looking at the pumpkins. What was the coolest looking pumpkin? They had a bomb. I mean, I'd never been before. Mary been a couple of times. I've never been either. I've seen so. the pictures of them every year. It, it's, it's wild. It's one of those things. So I'm still dealing with, like I get overstimulated with stuff now. I'm, I'm, I think I'm slowly getting back. Whatever happened to my my brain, I don't know. But it was I walk in there. I'm like, okay, I'm like getting getting kind of dizzy, and then kind of recalibrate, and you're able to take it in. 
it's it's insane just how many pumpkins they have there like up, up in the trees they have like little haunted houses they've got themes at some point um they had a nice uofl pumpkin at the very end that we cool. took a picture with but it's just it's a uh, virginia was all enamored with this gigantic paw patrol uh pumpkin that they had yeah. they had some fairy tale ones she's she really likes hey diddle diddle the nursery rhyme and so there was a, a cow jumping over a moon pumpkin that she wanted to, to take a picture with and there were some that were a little bit scary, but she's she was okay with. But uh, they had a whole one of dogs, which was cool. Oh, doggy pumpkin. Yeah, doggy pumpkins were cool. It was it's like celebrities. They had they had like an in memoriam section where they had <laughs> yeah, uh, they had the. Um, I guess that's somewhat appropriate for a Halloween theme. Yeah, they had, they're playing like <laughs> ethereal music as you walk through. They had like Desmond Tutu, the Queen, uh, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. They had like pumpkins carved to them. Uh, a bunch of people who passed away this Charlie year. Charlie Toddlers knew that was. Yeah, no, like Mary. Virginia's like paying her respects to the Foo Fighters. They were playing like an acoustic version of uh, Hero. Uh, it was, she was, but it, it's it's very cool. It's worth the, uh, you know, it's not a, a hefty price, but it's worth doing. It's it's fun. It's a good little Halloween activity. I knew who the Foo Fighters was. I didn't even know who Taylor Hawkins was until he passed. Really? Like, and suddenly now, like, I feel like people have put him in, like, this John Bonham pedestal, and I don't know, I don't He definitely, it. I feel like, gets talked about a lot more now than he did. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I knew the, I knew Dave Grohl, obviously. Yeah, does, yeah. But I only knew Dave Grohl because of Nirvana, anyway. But, yeah, I, I mean, I knew the Foo Fighters. I don't, and I liked Foo Fighters. I just, yeah, I don't know, I'm being mean if somebody just passed, but, or I guess not just, but recently this year. But, like, I'd never, like, when it happened, I was, everybody was going nuts. I was like, I've never even heard of the guy. I tell you what, uh, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll get more into the Louisville Live stuff. Shock. Yeah, we'll get more into the Louisville Live stuff for tonight. We can also talk about tomorrow's game against Pitt. Some interesting storylines that are out there. Pitt dealing with potentially another huge loss before this game. Uh, we found that out today. We'll talk about that, and we'll take some text at 502-414-1450 as well. Loss tomorrow too. Yeah, I like that. Awfully confident. As my not, throat's going I was out. Say, after not being confident all week. Not oh, like, I didn't say I was actually going to pick us. Not exactly swaying me. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to all that good stuff coming up at the end of the second, uh, at the end of the first hour here on the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and I have to throw this on my Spotify playlist. You like it? I'm like, there's a theme today. Okay. And when I was doing it, this song came up, and I thought, this is when the, this is like perfect worlds coming together. Because I haven't heard this song probably since this show was on and canceled. If you remember, this is from a fictional band. I don't remember. Which kind of sucks because this was actually, I did have this in my back holster for fictional band songs. That I've done before, but I, you know, I do other ones. This was a show that we came on after 90210 called The Heights. Okay. About never, a band. I, who, I never knew this was yeah. like not a, it was like a TV show song. Yeah. It was, never they, knew they it. were a band, an inspiring band. Uh, the lead singer was, I can't remember his real name. He would end up being 
on 90210 as uh, Donna's boyfriend. And he became somewhat started to become a teen throb because of the song. And the character on 90210 abused Donna. And I remember the character. Literally ruined his entire music career. That's, well, that's his fault. I mean, it was a popular show. You was. know you're going to be typecast for that. And it's Donna, man. Come on. That's your fault. Uh, so. They make Donna the most sympathetic character on the show because her dad was the producer. Yeah, no one. Yeah, no one right. Like, she's the hard top. She's the sweet girl. Like, no, she's not. I mean, she did make, I mean, if anything, she also made Brian Austin Green. So Yeah. Because when she started dating him is when he became popular. He was like the loser of the show, and then he became cool. Yeah, and his friend shot himself, and. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> Didn't really need to add that detail, in, but that that did happen. That was something that took yeah. place in the show. But this show, uh, the only other thing I can remember, the, the lead singer, the um, the one, um, the black guy on here is the guy from PCU. I don't know if he's also on that. Uh, I think it was called Becker. There was a show with Sam, uh, Ted Danson. Yeah, it was Becker. Yeah, that was he was he was on that show too. He was in this. Okay. I couldn't tell you anyone else in in the, in the cast other than those two people. I don't think you need to. No, but this was yeah, this was their song. This was, and it was popular at one time. I, I remember the song. I enjoyed the song. Welcome back in. Uh, Friday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. If you're just joining us, big news of the day to start the show off. Uh, unfortunately, A.J. Johnson not taking his visit this weekend. Will not be at Louisville Live tonight. Had a illness in the family. So trying to reschedule apparently for another weekend. But that is a no way around it. Huge bummer to get this weekend off and running. I wonder, has he, has he, he's been to us some of the other top schools he's being recruited by, right? He's been to all the, the four that I listed at the, at the beginning there. He's been, he took all those visits in September. He's been to Texas. He's been to LSU. He has not been here. Let him go on tour with Harlow. <laughs> Can we arrange Wait, wait, wait. When is that Yum Center concert again? December. Can he come on stage with him? I don't see why not. I, I, mean, mean, I don't know what his high school team schedule is, but if he can make it. We can make that happen. I think they could work around that, right? I think Harlow could make an AJ. AJ's Johnson from song. California, isn't he? Uh, I don't. I thought he was. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's a California he kid. Yeah, so I thought he was. Um, I mean, it's not that long of a flight. No, I mean a direct flight, especially if you get like if, if Harlow throws down some of that. Uh, Harlow can help out. Harlow gets one like a charter flight. I mean, that's like what four and a half hours, five hours. He, pl- I mean, he plays it. So he it's plays three at, hours straight from here to Vegas. I know he that. plays at Donda Academy. I don't know if we can get Kanye to help out. I don't know what Kanye's up to these days. I don't know. Maybe we can. How can we throw Kanye a bone? Oh, that's the one Kanye owns. Okay, yeah. What's the um, big conservative talk show in the city right now? Can he go on with? He can go on HAS. What What if Louisville puts like a sponsorship on Parlor or something? We can make that happen. He bought, I think he bought that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he just bought that. He did. So I'm, I'm pretty sure. Look, we're not opposed to it. We're equal opportunity. <laughs> Look at me with knowing advertisers here. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, you liked that. It was, it was good. <laughs> I don't know where I saw it, but I did somewhere. Real quick, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line. Texture says, Mike, you described the inevitable child breakdown tantrum perfectly. You know it's coming. You see it coming. And all you can do is brace for impact and hope to God you survive. Pretty much. I saw it at that moment, like when she. We got to the end, at the end of the the Jack and Lantern spectacular. They have like a it's a it, smart thing to do. They have like a, a little Christmas setup because they're going to have a similar thing for Christmas in like a month, and so it's like you know if you like this, you'll love this uh, three weeks from now. <laughs> and so we get done with that, and I'm like I'm like yeah I think we're at the end here, and I can see Virginia kind of being like I, I don't know what's going through her mind, but I can see that she's upset about something, and she's like I thought I was gonna play lemonade stand at the end, and I'm like. Yeah, whatever you want to do, we'll do it. I'm, I'm like, play lemonade stand right here. I'm like, I don't care if it takes us ten minutes longer to get to the car. Let's make it happen. People walking by, you just love of God, lady, buy some lemonade. Fifty for my cents daughter. lemonade, just here, make believe. Here. I'll give you a dollar. You give her ten cents. And then she just she starts losing it. I'm like, oh, it was just there was nothing you could do. When, when I found out she didn't get the nap in, you knew it was. Has you, she, she ever played lemonade stand anywhere? 
Yeah, she's been playing. It's okay. like for, for whatever reason, like she's I don't know if she saw a show with a lemonade stand or we talked to her about a lemonade stand, but she just has had it in her head this week, yeah. and she does this thing where it's like, here's your lemonade, and I'm like, here's fifty cents, and it's just yeah, that, that's the whole thing. That's the whole game. But she really wanted to do that behind the gate that they had when we drove in, and when she couldn't do that, all hell broke loose. But besides that, it was great. What's the worst Virginia tantrum you've had in public? This was probably it. Oh, is that it? Oh, wow. She's she's usually really it's at good. at that bar, okay. She's usually really good in public. Like, she's she's a great helper. She's a great listener. Well, we yeah, go but when you're grumpy and have it slapped, there's nothing they can do but this, about it. And it really wasn't even a tantrum. She was just, was, was like, so upset. She yeah. wasn't, like, flipping out. That, like, she could she just was, like, crying because, like, we couldn't understand what she wanted to do. And she wasn't, and it was just a, she was just sad. She wasn't being, like, bratty. She was just, like hyperventilating it was terrible did you ever throw tantrums when you were a kid in stores no i was a good kid oh, I, I was a really quiet kid i used to hear stories from my, my uncles and i'm not shocked it. yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sure I, I probably like when i was real little i'm sure i had a couple of moments here because every kid does see i i i'm like you know i was until my cousin was my cousin was born in i think i was just born 87 november of 87 so until then i was the only i was an only child being spoiled completely by not as much my mom because my mom was kind of young, still kind of doing oh. that thing, but her sisters and uncle and so my aunts and uncles all looked at me as like the only child of the family, and so I was spoiled beyond belief. A lot of attention. Yes, yes, I will admit I was a very I was a very spoiled child until then when Libya came and all the other oh, they also had their kids. It was by the time I was eleven, I think I had like five cousins already around me. Ruined it. Yeah, you, you still hate them to this day. Couple of them do, yeah. <laughs> Couple are not listening. <laughs> Texas, what does let the taco meat show mean? Just showing off the chest there. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. It's taco. You meat. got the chest there. Yeah. Has he grown back since the last uh, testing? It has now, but I'm gonna have to do another one pretty does, soon. Does it grow back? Did it grow back thicker and fuller? No, I think that's that was always a old wives' tale. Yeah. Uh, he grew back the same. Texas. Oh, is it? Look at this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says, I felt your story about your kid last night. I currently have two toddlers. you got to be on high alert when you're out with kids who didn't get a nap in earlier. And when it goes bad, you always get looks from judgy people who think oh, you're bad yeah. parents. Of course, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. Most of the time, the ones that are giving you, even the, even the parents that give you the look. They've they're, been there. They're, they're also thinking to themselves, I'm just glad it's not me. I'm so glad it's not me. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad it's not me. I was just glad it didn't happen like in the middle. Like she was great through the entire walk, through, yeah. like, waiting in line. Like she was, she was terrific. It was like right at the end. So it was basically just like the walk back to our car when she was kind of free. And then when we got to our car, she really like just lost it. Um, <laughs> but she was in the car at that point. So I, mean, I thought she was gonna throw yeah. up. She's like ga- gagging. I'm like, she's worked herself into such a frenzy. She's going, and then she's like, when we finally started driving, she's like, I was coughing so much that I couldn't talk. I was like, I know you were, sweetie. It's okay. Now have a fruit pie. Have some fruit, fruit snacks. Texas says Kanye is currently at war with Adidas. That probably doesn't help you about his cause. Is he? Is this why AJ Johnson canceled? Was he? Has he been barred by Donda Academy from does, coming? Because does, this, does Kanye this owns like uh, doesn't he own like his own shoes or something? He does the the Yeezys. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about those. Yeah, um, I didn't realize he was feuding with Adidas though. Maybe because his shoes suck, probably. <laughs> I like his shoes. Did he charge like four hundred dollars from slippers? They're very expensive. Yeah, yeah, cost like ten cents to make. I'm sure. I guess Adidas. I mean, all I see is like people are urging Adidas to drop their partnership with him because of his recent anti-Semitic comments, and I don't think Adidas has, so I don't really know what's going on. So they're not feuding. They're not feuding their partners technically. Then. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. Then what? Yeah, that's not a feud. I mean, no, let's break them in. Yeah, he's he's. (laughs) 
Get it. We gotta get AJ Johnson. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, sometimes sometimes we just gotta swallow the pride a little bit here, people. Texas says AJ Johnson news. This is me sitting in a fire, saying this is fine. Yeah, that's kind of where we all are. Texas word is Purvis is showing up tonight. What a weird time to show up for him. He skipped all those other opportunities over the years. Now after his guys end up committing to the rival, he thinks it's time to make an appearance at a fan event. That would be a little awkward, wouldn't it? I've heard that he. I've heard the same rumor. I've got no idea if it's true. And it does feel weird. It's like, you know. Yeah, but wasn't, didn't we joke about him being the special guest as one of the guys we teased? We yeah. I mean, and, I, and I, I said it would be weird because we keep waiting for him to come back. He has been back once before. He came back for, I think, the last game at Freedom Hall. But okay. he, he hadn't come back for any of the anniversaries of the championship <laughs> team. That, that's been almost 15 years. Yeah, it's 2010. <laughs> yeah. But he hasn't come back for any of the, uh, like the anniversaries of the teams. And now he's coming back, and it's like, cool. Like, the two dudes that you just coached on your AAU program are both going to UK. I, I prefer to celebrate you in a time when you had players that you could give well, us. let's worry about the future now. Maybe he'll have other players that they come in. He's had players before DJ and, and, and he had a player who, He's coaching. We have a Louisville player coaching a player whose grandfather played at Louisville, and he still <laughs> went to UK without much of a fight on our end. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm I'm not celebrating that. I'm not feeling good about that. I appreciate what you've done. I love you, Purvis, but I mean, would I be clapping a little bit louder if we had DJ Wagner or Aaron Bradshaw? Yeah, probably. It's it's a little bit weird. Um Tex I can't read that. Texas says Trevor saying he's never made any inappropriate comments is like Harlow saying he's never smoked weed. I mean, it depends on your perspective what's as Arlo, I don't think Harlow's ever said that he hasn't smoked weed. I think he said he took he took like several months off a while back. I don't think that. I don't think he did that. <laughs> That's one of the greatest things. Half of the the the, the text and the Thornton text line, you can tell people are like filtering in and out of the show or started late. Are like, is AJ Johnson not coming? <laughs> I heard a rumor Johnson's not coming. He's not coming, guys. I'm sorry, he's not. I, I, can we confirm this? Because the tweet I saw on Twitter about it was from Travis, uh, whatever his name Branham. is. Yeah, and probably know he could be making that up. No, Travis is not. You're thinking of Jamie Shaw. Oh, my bad. Sorry, Travis. Branham's the, Branham's the guy who called out Jamie Shaw. Oh, recently. okay. Sorry, sorry. Branham's reliable. Sorry. i sorry. I see the name Travis. It gets me gets me irked from middle school days. Oh, my bad. Texas says, so no AJ, no DJ. We may need Katina to come back. No. <laughs> no. We don't. She's in jail, I think. Not to mention, it didn't get us any recruits anyway. It didn't, which is the yeah. I mean, it's we, the worst part about the whole we thing. We got nothing out of it. Everyone's like, "Oh, you guys cheated to get all those recruits that you won titles with." It's like, no, nobody came for those yeah. girls. Nobody, no. The only people who were affected by it were players who were already with the team. The closest we came to getting, somebody, we lost kids because of that stuff. Yeah, I was like, the closest we came to getting anybody was maybe Blakeney. When he was like kind of grossed out by it. Yeah. Well, which Jaquan Lyle was apparently the kid who was like there. His dad wasn't. But <laughs> yeah, Blakeney. Yeah, Blakeney's dad was not. Jaquan Lyle was the kid. They were like. Like you want to go to a room together, and he was like, "No, no, 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 thank you, no." Oh, wow. And then we lost him for that. Well, they that, cost us recruits. Actually, probably was a better thing we lost Jaquan Lyle. Yeah, in the long run. That, that's that's an interesting story. I mean, Did those women wreck his career? Can't <laughs> convince me otherwise. Can't definitively prove they didn't. Because he ended up playing at like four different schools. And he I went know, to a lot of different schools. He went to Ohio State, Oregon. He and, was at New Mexico at one point. Yeah, he, got, he, he got the team at New Mexico for a while. Well, yeah. He had, yeah he and he was never when he, even when he was playing he was never good anyway yeah I think I was gonna say his freshman year at Ohio State didn't he have like it was like ninety game or something yeah, it was whatever it was yeah was like, he was like a nice, just he, okay enough to where you're like this has got potential for a sophomore year right. and then yeah never nothing 
Texas says, what type of sickness in the family would cause you to miss one weekend but be available for other weeks for other schools later in the month? I don't want to judge, but it seems like one of those excuses you use because people can't question it. I know that sounds cynical, and I'm sorry for saying it. It's not cynical, and I have no problem with someone bringing that question up. I... You would hate that someone, you would like to think someone wouldn't use that as an excuse, but... The problem is I've got no details. Like, I, no. I don't know if, the, you know, one of the, if Jody or somebody on one of the message board sites has the inside info and they're sharing it about what exactly the illness is. Because when I first read it, I kind of had, you always, as a fan, expecting the worst, have the same thought where it's like, you know, is that really the excuse? Is it just an excuse? Is he, does he just not want to come? Um, th- this seems very late in the game. This seems very abrupt. But who knows? I, I, because I've got no inside info, I can't. I mean, so, I don't feel comfortable talking about it. It's so vague to say, you know, the sickness in the family is kind of like right there, right, right around, you know, I got to take my dog to the vet. Yeah. Kind of thing. And, and, and I hope, you know, I hate to be cynical like the texture, but I'm not, you weren't the only one texture kind of thought in the back of my mind. I wonder, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I want to say hopefully there's truth to it because that would be bad if somebody's sick, but you know what I mean? Texas was my inappropriate streak. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there was no streak. I love, I love in the middle of that sentence to look at Mike. He's going to look like, love of God, please don't say what I hope you don't say. <laughs> Texas Mike, quote, nobody came because of those girls. Phrasing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Nice. It works on both parts. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's gross. <laughs> Texas, one of your promos makes it sound like the guy is calling you Mark Rutherford. I think he does, which is why I left it in there. Does he really? No. <laughs> is it John Spears because he's so mad that I kept calling him James for a while? No. He's cutting our promos. <laughs> Speaking of, you can catch John Spears calling St. X at football right here on your home for St. X football, 1450 The Big X. The Tigers hosting PRP tonight. I believe kickoff is at I bet 7 that, I bet that made the Friday night game of the week poll. You're damn right. Yeah. I'm, you notice I've got my Wagner sweatpants on tonight. I do. Will they score tonight? Probably not because you, again, just screwed them out of the pole. I don't think that's what's holding them back. No, they are boycotting the end zone until you put them in the pole. They've been in twice. And they scored twice. No, they didn't score one of the weeks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did because that was the week they lost by seven points to Eastern. They didn't lose by seven points. They lost by 44 points to Eastern. I'm sorry to rephrase that. They scored seven points against Eastern. <laughs> no, they lost 44 nothing to Eastern. Oh, I thought they scored. No. When was the last game they scored? It's been they. It's there's been one, like one week since you six. looked at me. <laughs> there was one that was like fifty-six to six. Yeah, they're, they're at Shelby County tonight. Okay, that's a, that's that's. They similar. last scored in on September twenty-third in a forty-seven to seven loss to North Oldham. Oh, I knew it was seven. I knew they had seven. How many weeks ago was that? September twenty-third. How many games? I don't know. I, I that was four games ago. Oh, so it's only been four. And is that song's been? I think I, I'm almost positive that was the game you were going to put them in the bowl too. No, because it was that's a county school. Oh, was that the one that uh, the the was it Lebbage that joined my side on on, on boycotting? Yeah, because he, he coaches at North. Yeah, Bowl. yeah. They play Shelby County tonight. They uh, that deserves to be in the poll. Shelby County. Yeah, they played North Oldham to a fourteen seven game last week, but they lost. So they played them thirty three points closer than I, I'm putting the spread at thirty this week. You give me thirty. Thirty. No, it's, Shelby County is. They've only won three games this year. They're three and five. I'm already gonna hold a ten dollars for you because of last week's uh, impressive. No, 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 no. They all. They, I mean, thirty-four nothing was their score against Central, who beat Wagner by worse. So they may they, they may be able to keep this one close tonight. By the way, I saw you know they got blasted by Franklin County last week, and I said we didn't know that that Franklin County had a UK committed running yeah. back, or that would have upped the spread a little bit. That kid decommitted from UK today. <laughs> 
So it was like, was it his performance against Wagner last week that led him to think, you know, I, 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 I love this city. I love Louisville. I don't want to go to Lexington. I don't want to play four years at UK. I'm you're done. Welcome. I'm out of here. You're welcome. We did that. So, and you're giving me 30 points tonight? 30. 30? Yeah. Right, let's go double nothing on one of you. Okay. That, that works. We'll see how we can get this. <laughs> how many games has Wagner got left? Just one next week. I don't think they're making the playoffs. <laughs> I've seen crazier things happen. Well, I think there. Remember that they're like one of like three teams that didn't make their playoffs maybe, maybe, two years ago. Maybe, maybe a bunch of teams will get the measles and we'll get in. Maybe. <laughs> Texture says, uh, "Is anyone else a little disappointed at how far the court is compared to the seats? The setup they have at Slugger isn't as intimate as previous years." Is it? I thought, I it's hard to tell. From I've just seen pictures. I haven't seen it. I've been watching the pictures and the videos. Joey Wagner uh, put a bunch of stuff on his um, in Instagram today well, didn't they out put... there on the court. Like It looks just from – it's hard to tell when you're not there. I, mean, I think I would hesitate to like jump to any conclusions based on the pictures you've seen. Anybody who's been to a sporting event knows that when you see a picture from your seat, it looks totally different than when you're actually there. A lot of times I think you feel closer to the action. Sometimes it's the opposite, but I think for the most part, you always feel closer when you're actually there than when you're looking at a viewpoint – on you know online or on TV or something like that, so I wouldn't get that upset just yet. Now, if you go there and you say the same thing, then I'll believe you. It was the setup looks great from the, the like the actual that, court that picture from his website. You can't tell anything. Yeah. I was talking more about like his on his Instagram. I looked oh, at, he I had videos of him yeah, like on yeah, the court, like looking you. at the setup and stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's I guess you're not you're certainly not going to be as close as you were last year because the bleachers were like right by the court there, and a lot of people were standing. I'm assuming they're going to have people down on the field as well. I haven't heard that for for sure. I don't know how like Jack Harlow being there impacts all that, but I, I've I've just kind of been assuming that there would be like students, like they have been in years past, right there, basically on top of the action, and then the general public will be in their seats. But I I couldn't tell you for sure how it's going to go down. The setup looks cool. Hopefully, it's good for the fans as well. I mean, the way they described it is it was going to be on the infield. Like I, I picture, I mean, if you're on the infield. On ops, you know, right over the pitcher's mound. Yeah, either on the side of the pitcher. You know, I don't think they can put it on top of the pitcher's mound, so it'd be like on the infield side of the pitcher's mound. Yeah, well, they, the, they can take the mound down, so it's like, oh, okay. it's right there. Yeah, yeah, that would be decently close, I would think. It, I mean, it didn't look that like from what I saw. I don't think it's going to be too bad. I, I think it'll be. I think it should work out well, but who's to say? We'll find out. Yeah. Texture says, "Pit um, is a, a tweet from Pick Six Previews." Looking at the most aggressive and disruptive defenses through seven weeks of college football, the defenses that have created the most negative plays, tackles for loss, sacks, and with pace of play factored in. Louisville's number two, sandwiched in between Ohio State and Clemson. Second best defense in the country. Right there. Do you owe Brian Brown an apology right now? <laughs> what stat was this? The most disruptive and aggressive defenses in college football. Most don't we don't actually make the tackle. But we disrupt you before you score the touchdown. There are five ACC teams in the top ten of the stat. Wow, that is the... We're two, Clemson's three, Syracuse is four, Miami's six, Virginia Tech's eight, and Pitt is ten. Disruptive is mean like what, you yell at the quarterback as you run past him and he throws a touchdown pass? What's the second most disruptive defense in the country? I mean, the, I'm not sure what description of disruptive would be unfall under, but... Are you going to apologize now or at like 5.55 today? Um... You know what? He's coming on the show. If he, if, if he deserved an apology, he'd be number one. He's coming in. Bring him on in. Let's see if he can be disruptive to the show. <laughs> Texas, what's up with Ty and Evans and Amari Huggins-Bruce? Huggins-Bruce is the one I'm more, actually more curious about. 
I think that Ty Evans, we won't know until I, probably before the game tomorrow. I, From what I've been told, he's been practicing. I don't know how. I know it was limited on Sunday and Tuesday. I don't know if he's gotten back to like 400% at any point since then. My guess is he's going to be a game time decision. I think they feel if he's not 100%, I think they'll feel confident in shelving him for another week because mm-hmm. they've got four healthy running backs. Okay they have Jalen Mitchell back this week. Um, Trayvon Cooley's good to go. Jawar Jordan's good to go. And Maurice Turner's good to go. So I think they probably would feel okay with not playing him. I don't know what's going to happen. Your personal uh, opinion, do you expect to see him a lot? Evans? Yeah. I want to say no. That's what I was thinking. That's my guess. Just I, total I guess. I to see him either. Yeah. Huggins-Bruce, I'm anticipating him not playing. And this game and possibly what other game? This game and possibly next but game. But the anticipation is why? We don't know. Texas, did you know that Trey Lewis's birthday was earlier this week? Since there aren't a whole lot, what was your favorite highlight of his time at U of O? I don't know. The first like couple of weeks when he was scoring a lot of points. <laughs> the day we signed him and we got hyped. <laughs> when he scored half his team's points uh, for Eastern Michigan against us the year before. Cleveland State kid, right? Cleveland State, that's yeah. right. Um, I should really, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Actually, I, I take that back. I'm not going to start that story. Um, that was my highlight. That game. I didn't have one. <laughs> Texas says, Kanye thinks that Adidas stole some of his designs and used them on other Adidas products, non-Yeezy products. Can we convince Kanye that it wasn't Adidas? That it, was, that it wasn't us? We need AJ Johnson, Kanye. The shoe design. Who gives a bleep? Kanye does. <laughs> and therefore, it affects us. It's a shoe design. Texas, stop, you guys stop being mean to Purvis. This is not, we're not going <laughs> to. I didn't mean mean. The text line, we're, we're not oh, going okay. to turn this into slam Purvis show, guys. Well, He's well, a cardinal. Yeah. He's a cardinal. Never nervous Purvis, baby. Brought us, he won a national title for his God's His number's sake. retired. Yeah. Come on. Texas, after reading Kenny Payne's comments yesterday from Media Day, I can't believe that kids aren't shoving each other out of the way and climbing over the top of themselves to play for him. I don't know what kind of a coach he's going to be, but I'm all in on the long-term culture that he's trying to build. Bring A.J. Johnson in on December 18th when Harlow is at the Yum Center. Trevor already had that idea. Get him on stage. Play a song for him. Name a song after him. Let him rap. Let him do whatever he wants (laughs) to. I said we have – does Harlow have like a a, a slow slow jam on his repertoire? Oh, yeah, he's a lot. He's got a lot of like Drake. I mean, I figured he had to. New Harlow has become very much like kind of Drakey songs for the ladies. Uh, Okay. Um, Yeah. So, so yeah, let's bring A.J. and put him in like a chair on the stage and do like – Serenade him into one of the ballots. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's going to have the intended effect. <laughs> I think that's what we should do. Maybe let him do it to a like a, a female. Maybe that would help. Maybe we do like a, instead of uh, do like a Barry Manilow thing. Like, oh AJ, you AJ, come AJ. to Louisville and we love you. Count, follow up idea. <laughs> if we can get him in next week, if this illness clears up in short order, they're doing a balloon glow at Lynn Stadium. Halloween I, balloon glow. I mean, can we not get a, a whole balloon with like when it, when it lights up? It's in AJ's face. I think we can make this happen. I mean, we can do that, right? Yeah, we're good. And we'll hook him up with a disco ball on the way home, too. Yeah. Let's take a break. When we come back, second hour is on your way. We'll talk a little bit, a bit about this pit game tomorrow night. Uh, where's the buzz? Not a whole lot of buzz for this game, really we locally or, or nationally. <laughs> it's definitely a huge game for, for this team and for Scott Satterfield's, uh, I think, future. But – Seems like the fan base is kind of more focused on on basketball happenings. But we'll talk about the pit game. What are your thoughts? Where's your confidence level? We'll get TK's confidence level as well. All that on your way next here. Keep it locked right here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. <laughs>
just made Mary Rutherford very happy if she's listening at home. I, I she loves Mariah Carey. I when I when I was doing this last night coming up, I was like, the Heights, Mariah Carey. There's there's a couple more in here. Like, I could not have worked this out better. You have any idea what the theme is today? Oh, none. No idea. You've got Mariah Carey. Yeah. You've got the Heights. And who was the, what was the first one? James Ingram. Okay. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> you never know. You usually just fall ass backwards into it. Pretty much. Like the Colts getting a franchise quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Very rare. <laughs> have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album yet? No. I and I had I, it was you just waiting for late night tonight. I was in fact I was so happy when when I was watching the game. Uh, I was watching it on my phone, and I had rewound it for something I don't remember why. And when her like little video came on, I was like, sweet, I can fast forward past this crap. I fast forward right after listening to her. I mean, how can you do an edited message and say um and uh like seventeen times in twelve seconds? So crappy. I don't know what you're talking about, but when the ums out. When she introduced, they did this Flaming trailer hot. thing during the game last night. Oh. And she comes on and she's like, hi, this is Taylor. Um, uh, I just, um, uh, I, uh, um, I'm like. Well, she's quirky. She's, That's the whole thing. She's quirky. And then it was like, here's my trailer. And I was like, fast forward. Well, Woo. <laughs> and you missed out. I saw our friends over at State of Louisville, they did the, 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 the research, the due diligence, the, the digging to find that. In their first game after the release of a Taylor Swift album, Louisville is unfortunately three and six when it comes to football. I don't know if they get distracted by T Swift. She has nine albums. Well, this is ten now. I couldn't name you one. <laughs> I mean, nobody's surprised by that, Trevor. No, I mean, no, nobody thought that you would know a Taylor Swift. Yeah, album. I mean, do you know do you know much Taylor Swift songs? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to at this point. She's everywhere. I mean, I'm so I'm assuming she wears a cardigan because otherwise that commercial makes no sense. I don't. I, again, I don't. I've got no frame. I've not seen the commercial. I don't know what you're talking about. See now, you know how I feel when you talk about things I don't know. Yeah, like her actual music. Yeah, yeah. Like stuff. <laughs> she hasn't done an album in a while, though. No, I know. I do know a couple songs she does. She did the Bad Blood song. She did, correct. And she did the the Shake It Up song. She did. You see, you know, and Shake It Up. She off. did. Um, uh, what was the other song that I played? One of them here on the show one day. Um. There's one where she tries to rap. I don't know that one. That wasn't very good anyway. <laughs> Nonetheless. Anyways, welcome back in. She has a song about being broken up with her boyfriend. That's a lot. That's pretty much all of them. <laughs> Second hour of the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Uh, we've talked about Louisville Live a little bit. The, the sight lines, the fact that AJ Johnson is not going to be here. There are, I mean, I, I, the illness thing... I understand why fans are jumping to the, con- the conclusion of like, oh, it's just a convenient excuse. The the rumor, and I hate I hate talking about this it, rumors, but the rumor is it's something with his mom. It sounds like it's maybe a COVID deal. Um, if so, you can understand why that would be like a sudden thing that you wouldn't be able to travel with. Who knows what's going on there? But uh, but certainly bad timing on um, uh, uh, with whatever's going on because he, he was going to be the focal point of the weekend, and now hopefully you can get him in sometime soon. Not try to ruin this momentum, but. He will not be here this weekend for for Louisville Live, which is a bummer. No way around it. Uh, we can move our focus now, uh, talk a little bit about tomorrow night's game on the gridiron. First night game for UFL football since the home opener against Florida State. Cards kicking off against Pitt at 8 o'clock. Should be a great night for tailgating. The weather's going to be good. It's homecoming. You're going to have a lot of old Cardinals back in town, a lot of old alumni back in town. 
And it's, let's be real, if this thing is going to get saved, if all the conversation that we had after the Boston College game about this being a foregone conclusion, about you know, this being an irreparable marriage at this point, it's going to be, divorce is imminent. If all of that stuff is going to look silly in hindsight, because we're going to blow, blow the competition away in the second half of the season, it has to start with a win over Pitt. I, I feel like we're talking about this game in the same way that we talked about the Syracuse game going into the season, which makes me a little bit nervous. But when we talked about the Syracuse game, it was like, if Satterfield's going to get to seven wins, if we're going to get to eight wins this season, if it's going to be a, you know, undeniably successful year, you feel like a win over Syracuse has to be in that formula. Now, we didn't know Syracuse was going to start the season 6-0, and but at that time, that's the way that we talked about it. In I, fairness, though, that was a game that we thought was should have been a, or at least I, I marked as a when you're supposed to win. Well, we thought they were the worst team in the ACC. And yet, this they game, clearly aren't. This game we thought I had marked as a game you, you weren't expected, you, you aren't expected to win. Those two kind of did reverse kind a of little places. Bit. We didn't know that Robert and I was God's gift to coaching, an I or die. And we, we didn't know that die. Garrett Schrader was going to become, you know, Joe Montana reincarnated this year. I'll praise an I or die. An I or die. An I or die. Big weekend for an I or die, by the way. They're taking on Clemson. I know. If they, I, I say it. I bet that makes our list. If the they game. win this game, if Syracuse beats Clemson on Saturday at Clemson, it's a noon kickoff, the an I or die thing, it stops being a joke. And I'm openly campaigning for Robert and I to be the next head coach at U of L. Well, now, what if it comes down to an I or Brom? An I. If he, if he leads to, oh, no. Takes, oh, no, now, 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 now. If this now. man can take Virginia into an offensive powerhouse and make Syracuse a college football playoff contender, yeah, I want him coaching my program. But he's just the, he's just, he's just the assistant. Look at Dino Baber's record before Robert and I got here. They hadn't won more than five games but one season. And he's he might have them at 7-0 with a road win over Clemson. I'm sorry. I want that guy with my, leading my program. This is going to be. This is. I'm all right. If they win, it's a big if. They're going to be a huge underdog. Uh, if they win, I'm all in on Robert and I as the next head coach at Louisville. That's. I'm done. I'm, it, it stops being a joke at that point. But I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm. I'm. I'm I can. I can have some love die. for a die. It becomes an literal. die. It becomes literal. If he doesn't come here, I die. The show ends. <laughs> but we talk about Pitt now, kind of in those same terms. If this thing is going to get saved, it's hard to see a combination of wins in the second half of the season that does not include Saturday's game against Pitt. Cards are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. We've talked about the spread this week. It has consistently gone in the direction of L, which perplexes me a little bit. Maybe one of the reasons the absences that Pitt's going to have, we found out earlier this week their left tackle, starting left tackle, is out for the entire season. Their second-leading receiver entered the transfer portal. And then today, um, they announced Pat Narduzzi revealed that uh, Kanata Mumfield, who is their leading receiver, leads them in touchdown catches, uh, overall receptions, and I think it's second in receiving yards. He's going to be a game-time decision. He may not play on on Saturday night as well. All of this, the fact that Pitt has been bad in the past game, loses their left tackle, maybe without their top two leading receivers, it just leads me to believe that they're going to throw for at least 400 yards on Saturday night. Right? Do you, or are the, the, the running backs going to have a 250-yard rushing on us? The only thing that would make me more confident about their ability to light us up through the air on Saturday night would be if Caden Slovis was hurt and they had a backup coming in. Because well, we know how we do against backups. Yeah, didn't stop That's the joke, Trev. <laughs> okay, I'm saying I, I would expect them to throw for 400 yards if they had a backup. Being confident. <laughs> no, the only thing that would make me more confident they were going to throw for 400 yards is if Slovis was actually out. I mean, they don't have a receiver that's like over 6'3", do they? I mean, probably. <laughs> Most most teams do. We're kind of the exception there. Yeah, the exception is that we also don't even pay attention to him either, apparently. Bumfield, 
apparently had a what appeared to be a left hand injury. What a great name at the during the Georgia Tech game and has not played since. Did not play in the win over Virginia Tech last week. Uh, has been limited in practice. They're going to see if he's going able to go uh, tomorrow night against us. But they'll they could potentially be without some weapons. Now, the flip side of that coin is their defense, which has been okay, I, I guess, like stat wise for the season. I didn't realize how star studded they were. Like they have, there have been three different pit players this week because everybody's doing all these these midseason All American awards and you know, ESPN's done it, CBS has done it, the Athletics done it. Uh, Kalaja Kansi, their defensive tackle, has been on all of these. He's he's one of the defensive linemen, first team All American on all of these midseason awards. And Eric Hallett, their safety, has been on a bunch of them as well. Um, the what's the Sir Cervasia Dennis? I think is he's got a weird name. Has also gotten some love. One of their linebackers. They've had three defensive players that have been on All American teams, and one of them is like a consensus All American type player. Um, the, the running back Israel Abanaconda has also been on a couple of these teams, but. That for the defense not to be better than it has been makes no sense to me. They've clearly got stars out there, and they're just not putting together a complete season. This pit team is almost more of an enigma than we are. And they're holding; they're, they're not giving up twenty six points a game. It's not horrible. They're okay, but they're not. I think there was only one. I they got three All Americans. <laughs> they should be better than two and uh, four and two. Maybe we should question the All American process now. <laughs> like I mean, Kansi's legit. Like he he's. He, his numbers are, they speak for themselves. He's been an absolute force all season long. But why they're giving up, like, you know, 31 points to West Virginia, why they're losing that game to Georgia Tech, which I don't know if you caught any of Georgia Tech, Virginia last I mean, night. To be honest, I mean, you look at your schedule, the West Virginia Tennessee game, they haven't given up over 30 points since those two games. No, but they haven't played an offense that should have. Virginia, True. VT basically scored 30. But holding Tennessee to 34 is pretty decent, too. It looks a lot better in hindsight than it did at yeah, the time. Yeah, I mean, sure. Tennessee, we know how much they can score. I mean, they've scored on everybody but probably. I think they probably over top 30 on every game but this one. I wouldn't be surprised. You kind of, I don't know, you sort of put a pin in that loss to Georgia Tech, and you're like, well, let's see what Georgia Tech does now that they fire their coach because they turn around, and, and last week they beat Duke, and then last night they played Virginia. Granted, they did have a backup quarterback in, but that was one of the, I, I watched enough of it to make the statement that it was one of the worst college football games I've ever seen in my life. And I didn't I, even know it was on. It was terrible. They lost 16-9. to Virginia gets the win. They, they moved to 1-3 and in the ACC. Maybe not the worst team in the conference now. But the last play of the game, I don't know if you saw this, the quarterback, he's the backup. There's like six seconds when he snaps the ball. You know, it's a chance for a Hail Mary or you know do the lateral thing. He's sprinting. He's being pursued. He runs to the left sideline and just runs out of bounds. <laughs> just ran out of bounds. Didn't even try to throw the ball downfield. And he got, <laughs> he got asked about it after the game, and he was like, they were like, did you just not know how much time was left? He's like, no, I knew. I just, he's like, there was nobody on that side of the field. He's like, he's like and I can't throw the ball 80 yards. So I was like, yeah, I try. So he goes, he goes, so I just ran out of bounds. I was like, let's just take the loss. And then he was like, do I realize it's a bad look? Yeah, it's a bad look. It's like, he's like, the coaches afterwards were like, you have to at least try to do something. He, did he literally say the phrase, let's just take the loss? Yeah. And then he, he said, he said, just, you know, take a loss. And, he, and then he went back. He actually had the audacity at the end of his statement to be like, you know, one play is not going to lose us a game. Uh, it wasn't just down to one play. But I was like, dude, it's the last play of the game. You've gotten, you're losing by seven. If you run out of bounds, you have a 0.000% chance of winning. At least throw it high in the air and maybe something crazy can happen. Is it bad of me if I was the coach and we were getting on like the uh, the, the the bus to go to, after the stadium and the, the, that quarterback goes to walk on, I'd stop him and go, why don't you just walk? It was, why don't you just take the walk? It was a, I mean, a bad look. I mean, really? Dude? No, you can't just take that. I mean, his explanation was great too. He's like, yeah, like, yeah, I realize it's a bad luck. It wasn't the best look. I didn't know. I didn't even know. Again, I didn't even know the game was actually going on until I was like, I went on Twitter at one point and I saw uh, 
I think it was Keith that, that tweeted out something like, Tony Elliott has killed Brennan Armstrong. Well, he was mad that he was mad. He's ruined Brennan Armstrong, something like that. I was like, yeah, he was railing. Yeah, you can't really. I mean, there is some truth to it, Keith. Yeah, he mean. was railing against that that statement. Because <laughs> it's, I think, some Virginia media there, person said that. Well, there is. I mean, there's some proof to it. Well, the the media person said that he ruined Brendan Armstrong's chance of being like a mid tier NFL draft. Pick. Oh well, no. And the pushback that to that was, but... if he was going to be a mid tier NFL draft pick, he would have left last year yeah. when he literally led the country in passing. What time? Yeah. What better time to, to go pro when you are the number one passer in America? Yeah, he didn't put that in his tweet. He just said ruined him, and I was like, well, he kind of did if you look at the number, look at last season and this season. I mean, I don't know why. It, it, I guess draft status. No, he didn't ruin it. I guess ACC writers just love Clemson this much, but they have been bending over backwards to defend Tony Elliott. Virginia fans are like, this guy kind of sucks. We, oh, he's horrible. We can't do things the Clemson way, and all these every ACC rider is like, Virginia is actually good. There's a play here. I'm like, we watched Brock Doman lead us to a 34-17 win on their home field. <laughs> I'm not buying that Virginia is any good. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Tony Elliott's doing the right thing because he just barely beat the team that was the worst before you until they fired their coach and then you had to have their backup quarterback put against you yeah i'm not <laughs> virginia's not doing and, and they have a lot of their offensive weapons back from last year's team which was pretty good and had one of the best offenses in the country and they're not scoring at all and now guys who have been career leaders and receptions are just dropping one of them and i don't know what's going on over there but uh, they get the win last night ugly game 16 to 9 over georgia tech coastal chaos continues no one. I mean, I guess North Carolina is the favorite to win the Coastal and play Clemson and lose by a million in the conference championship game. But chaos still reigns supreme. Mike Brown still just doing his thing. Every team in the ACC, by the way, now uh, has at least one win. Nobody's winless in the ACC. The only undefeated teams in the conference are Clemson at five and zero and Carolina at three and zero. And I think only like a couple of teams have one loss. Pitt's one of them. They're they're one and one coming into this weekend's game against us. So we can. Provide some more coastal chaos with a win. I mentioned the stat earlier this week, but it bears repeating. Pitt, they have the second longest road winning streak in the country behind only reigning national champion Georgia. They have won seven consecutive road games. Georgia's won nine consecutive road games. The Panthers have not lost away from home since the COVID season of 2020. Uh, they haven't played at Louisville, actually. Venture a guess. Because we only played them twice since we joined the ACC. When's the last time you think Louisville hosted Pitt for a game? 2007. 2011. It's been a long time. Not not quite that not quite that long, but 2011. I remember that game. It was when it was the Charlie second season where we started off so poorly. We were two and four, and then got hot. And it was like we can win the Big East now. We beat you know we we beat West Virginia. Won that game against Rutgers, and then Pitt came into town and kind of just dominated us defensively and won 21 to 14. And I remember after that game, I got very drunk and went to Drake's, and <laughs> my buddy dropped two beers in a row on the floor and just left. After, after the second one, he was like. The first one, he like helped the the woman clean up the glass, like scooped it all up. He got another beer and spilled oh. it, dropped it again, like five minutes later, and was like, just walking out the bag. He's like, I gotta go home. It's really funny, funny. Is there there's very few things funnier than watching your friends act like fools because they feel bad they they made a mess. I had a buddy. It was hilarious. Went, I had a buddy once get get uh, overlebrated at a bowling alley, get sick in the bathroom, uh-huh. and just watching him talk to this poor teenager kid had to clean it up, like trying to give him money. Like here's five bucks, but I'm so sorry, here's ten. I'm like, dude, say, let's just this go, was man. the <laughs> just leave him alone. The <laughs> other thing that I remember about this pit loss is so we we went to Drake's after we were already pretty drunk at the game and I was pissed off. And I think I made the, I made the claim at some point that I could do 75 push-ups without stopping. And we were <laughs> drunk for you. We went outside to try to prove it. I did not. I did not make it to 75. <laughs> I, can't I think I got to 50 and I think I had to stop. Now, right now I couldn't do like, I don't think I could do 20. 
But it, that was the other thing that I remember about that post. I know you can't do 20. I can do 20. I don't think you can do 20 push-ups. I'll do 20 during the break. I can do 20. No, I'm not going no, no, to make you do it because the last thing I'd have to do is give you mouth-to-mouth and revive you from... I don't think that would help the heart. <laughs> I don't think that's going to do much good. I can do 20 now. No, don't even try it. I'm no. doing it during the break. I did 15 like last week. I can do 20. It's not that much. Oh, man. I got caught in the ambulance. <laughs> if, if you do, it's your fault. Uh, Pitt is, uh, they've won seven straight games. They, they've won six out of their last seven against us. They've won both meetings since we joined the ACC. It's weird because when you look back at how successful Pitt's been against us, dating even back to the, you know, the old Big East days, it, it's not like it's been great Pittsburgh teams that have been dominating us. It's not like they've been playing terrible Louisville teams every year. It's been some kind of average Pitt teams that have been just having our number for whatever reason. I don't know if it's style of play. Even when we were good with Petrino when we first joined the Big East, I felt like they always gave us uh, more of a fight than we were kind of prepared for. Well, it's usually been a very physical team, punch in your mouth. Yeah, and, uh, and we sometimes don't handle that all yeah, that well. Yeah, exactly. That's, just, that's always kind of been Pitt's nature for the most part. Now, we did beat them the the first couple of years that we joined the Big East. I remember the first game. It was actually our very first game as a member of the Big East in 05. I don't know if you remember this game at all. We fumbled the opening kickoff, and they scored a touchdown on it, and then they kicked off, and we returned that next kickoff for a touchdown. So it was 7-7 without any offensive plays being run. I don't remember that. We went on to uh, to win the game pretty handily. I think it was the score was 42-20, to and then we doubled them up the next year. And then the third year in Cragthorpe's first year, I remember we played a terrible pit team, even though they had um, LaShawn McCoy, and we beat them by a touchdown. We held Shady. McCoy like fumbled, I think, on the three-yard line going in. And then after that, they won. They won six out of seven against us. Our only win coming in 2012, when uh, in Charlie's third year, we beat them pretty handily, or 45-35. But they, it's it's a pit team that always plays well against us. Well, it's a it's a rivalry that's coming streaks as well. Yeah, we had won I yeah. think five in a row at one point or something like that. Uh, let's see. Well, seven. more than that, seven in a row between they, 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 ninety they, and, and 07. They won four in a row. We won seven in a row, and then they won four in a row, and we just won that one. Now they've won two in a row. Six out of seven. It's it's a uh, I don't like it. It's, it's kind of insane. It is kind of insane. Uh, it's a pit team that we mentioned this before, but their strength is the run game, which is a little bit nerve wracking for a team that has not been great against the run, at least against quality competition so More far. Yo, know, well, better against the pass, I think, <laughs> but certainly not great against the run this year. Defense lacks a few basic skills like tackling and positioning. And every other week, though, Thank every you. other week we're good. Some but, weeks we're not. But now, does the bye week, we, you brought this up a little bit the other day, but does the bye week count as being the bad week? That's or, what I'm saying, as we're going to find out on but Saturday. But does that just pause it and it moves on to this week? I'm, I'm choosing to believe that we just tackled very poorly in practice last week, and now this is the good week. And then we'll see well, what happens against Wake. you did not week. choose poorly. Hopefully not. Um, they have the nation's leader in all-purpose yards, uh, Israel Abanaconda, who averages 186.17 all-purpose yards per Ooh, contest. Anaconda. Abanaconda. Abanaconda. Rushed for 320 plus last week with six touchdowns against Virginia Tech. I say two weeks ago. Where's Hart when you need For their bye week. Ooh. Abanaconda. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, This this note kind of surprised me, too. Where do you think Pitt ranks since Narduzzi took over at that program in 2015? Third. Well, you're right. Oh, what's that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. I feel like those people like hit the buzzer too quickly on Family View. Drilled it. <laughs> the question was going to be, since Narduzzi took over in 2015, where does Pitt rank in the ACC in conference victories? Third. They're third. Yes. 
Clemson is the clear leader with Obviously, 57. Yeah. Who do you think second? Uh, since what was since when? Since 2015. This surprised me. Since 2015? Yes. I say North Carolina. Miami. 38 really? wins. Yeah, 38 wins. Pitt is 37. They're well, behind only Miami. Don't tell Miami that. I know. Yeah. They might actually show up to a game. Well, you know, they're never like, t- they never have those seasons where they're like 0 and 8 in conference. Didn't North play. Carolina have some? I mean, they've had some good seasons last couple years with Sam Allen Company, though, didn't they? Sim OKC. But they also had a couple of years where they were like woeful. Like in Lamar's last year, 2017, I think they, they went 0 and 8 in conference play. Did they? Okay. Miami's always good enough to get like four or five conference wins. They're just never as good as you nah, think they're going to be going you. into a season, I think. Um, and they play in the coastal so they can rack up wins. But they have Clemson 57, Miami 38. Pitt is right there in third with 37 wins. Um, I mean, Keaton Slovis, the USC transfer, has been bad. I, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been great. There's no way around. Like, in fairness, though, he's only he's he was bad the last couple years at USC. He had that one like I guess his freshman year was like the one good year he had. He's been pretty mediocre to bad since. He hasn't been he hasn't been great. He's completing about 61.5 percent of his passes. Only five touchdown passes. In 148 attempts this season, uh, three interceptions as well. He's not. I mean, he's, he's yeah. He's he's just he's just been okay. <laughs> but all, they, they've it hasn't mattered because Abanacan has been so good. He's averaging. Uh, he, he's rushed for 830 total yards. He's averaging 6.4 yards per carry, which is second in the ACC behind only Malik Cunningham, who's averaging 6.6 yards per carry. So, 61 percent is not good at college level. It's not great. And also, I mean, he's only averaging 7.9 yards per completion. They have not, like Louisville, they've struggled with the dynamic play, at least through the pass game. Like, they've had a bunch of huge runs, but they have not hit on a bunch of big pass plays this year. And I think a big part of that, too, is they have limited weapons at the receiver position. And now they're going to have even fewer because uh, Mumfield is potentially not going to play. And Jared Wayne or Jaden Bradley enter the transfer portal. What they do have, they have one of the best tight ends in the ACC in in Gavin Bartholomew, who I think you're going to see used a lot this week. And I think he's the guy. Louisville's linebackers have been good at getting the quarterback and getting in the backfield. They are not good in coverage. They have been just downright bad when they've had to play coverage. We disrupt people. We do, but we don't love to cover receivers when we can't disrupt people, at least with with our front seven. So I would expect, I think part of Pitt's game plan tomorrow, circle this, write this down. Pitt's going to try to get Gavin Bartholomew matched up in one-on-one situations against our linebackers, and I think he's a guy, 6'5", 255, very athletic. Well, he's going to dominate us. He's a pro prospect. He can he can make some bad things happen. Uh, he had three catches for 41 yards a couple weeks ago against VT, three for 55 the week before that against Georgia Tech. Was great against Tennessee. Had five catches for 84 yards and a touchdown. He, uh, he He's a good player, and I think that that's one area where they should have an advantage against us, offense to defense. I didn't hear the press conference after the loss. Satterfield, that Bart guy, that big Bart guy. He's he, not gonna, you know, he, he didn't do any names. He's not gonna call him Bart. Big, big guy, a big guy, a big there. tight end. Yeah, big tight end guy. Well, he killed us, didn't he? That that, that guy, yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews out there or something. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Scott Satterfield knows who Mark Andrews is. I don't think he does. I'm gonna give quick props, by the way, to the uh, the Pit social media team or the Pit, I, I guess, PR team. I love what they've done this week. No other opponent for Louisville has done this. I don't remember anybody doing it in the past. They've sent Louisville media all of their like game notes for the week. Nice. Like as stuff has happened, you know, if they have interviews, if they have press conference transcripts from you know the coaches and the players, they've sent that to the Louisville media as well. It's very easy to keep track of stuff. You don't have to go searching for it. So props to them. Props. I, I didn't get it. Well, sorry, Trev. Did you get it? Yeah. Why did you get? You like, why, even... why would I be talking about it if I didn't get it? Well, I thought maybe you heard it through like the grapevine or something. Uh, Jody texted me like, "Hey, 
just so you know, the pit stuff, pit guys are sending me all their emails. Mark Weinberg was like, hey, guess what? I got an email today. <laughs> By the way, button up. It's going to be cold this weekend. Um, no, I just, this is like, it's, at, least, at least I went to games pretending to be credentialed media. You didn't, you don't even go, you never even went to the game. But I wrote about them. I actually did work. You just went there and watched and did nothing. <laughs> just doing your semantics. It's not semantics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break when we come back we'll do the text line your thoughts on Pitt where's your confidence level we'll get TK's confidence level see how he's feeling and then uh, we'll make our picks obviously at the end of the show I'll give you a hint I'm hungry and I am more confident okay yeah this is this is, <laughs> this is the 4.30 part of the show where you're, the hunger's starting to set in you didn't get your Arby's you're gonna start to get grumpy start, I feel it coming on you a Virginia moment again <laughs> it's just how I felt about 7 o'clock last night can you carry me out to your car and give me a fruit snack I know it's coming I know it's happening. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the text line. 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. It continues next on Yeah, turn my mic on. And I will not let go. Tell me to hit it. Let's let's go slow. I got nowhere. I got nowhere to go. go. I got nowhere to go, baby. Concentrate on you. It's Friday. Girl, are you ready? It's gonna be a long night. Well, not Throw late. your clothes <laughs> on the floor. I'm gonna take my clothes off too. <laughs> it's the weekend now. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in class, at work. Because that just happened. It's the weekend now. Go home. You're done. Yeah. Start drinking. Call the wife. Tell her put the kids out, out back. And you... Boys the men's on the way. Pop the cold ones. Pop the... It's time to go. <laughs> Start drinking, kids. Welcome back in. Mike oh, Rutherford man. Show. You gotta love... I mean, Boys the Men gets no respect when you talk about the greatest R&B bands groups, do I think? I think they get plenty of respect. I don't. I think they get... I think they get lost. With who? The, here's the thing. Because I was just... It wasn't too long ago they did like this like uh, throw, one of these throwback tour concerts in Louisville. Yeah. And Boys the Men was like the third act on the, on the billboard. Behind who? 
people that didn't need to be ahead of him, I don't remember. I can't remember. That's 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 how bad it was. It made me irritated. You're reading too much into this. I think Boys to Men gets plenty of love. They deserve all the love. I'm gonna yeah. Google greatest bar R and B bands of all time. Okay. And I bet Boys to Men's on the list. Oh, they're I mean, they're arguably top five, right? Number one on this list, this is liveabout.com or liveabout.com. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm fine with that. Okay. Isley Brothers, number two. All right. Parliament Funkadelic, number three. The Parliament's not, a, not an R&B group. They're a, 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 a funk group. Yeah, these aren't, these aren't R&B groups. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're playing fast and loose with Earth, Wind, and Fire a little bit, too. Yes, I agree. Because they did disco more than anything. All right, let's go to medium.com. Let's see if they're better. <laughs> I don't think these are both. These are R&B groups, either. <laughs> they didn't know what R&B stands for. <laughs> I mean, these are all kid rock on there. Michael Jackson's there. <laughs> no, see, Michael Jackson's not. He was in a boy band, and he was a solo artist. He was an RB. Exactly. Group. He wasn't even. Yeah, even the group he was in was a boy band. It was an RB. I mean, give me groups. I mean, I think of RB, I think Boys to Men, I think Jodeci. I think. Uh, Jagged Edge. I think All for One. Drew Hill. Uh, I think. The was, height of R&B, right? <laughs> yeah, Drew Hill. Yeah. R&B's, not, R&B's not, not just the Not just the Astro, not just the Houston Oilers wide receiver, Drew Hill. The band, Drew Hill. <laughs> Get the four tops out of here. Replace them yeah. with Drew Hill. <laughs> you know, L- LFG. That's, that's, that's what. SG. You know, come on. SG, sorry. How dare you disrespect Keith Sweat's name? You know, New Edition. The second version. <laughs> now, this list has them at number thirteen. See, and you, you, you can you legitimately think there's thirteen better R and B groups? Than They've got one ahead of one ahead of TLC. I mean, not to mention Boys Men's impact on the nineties. When I think nineties R and B, I think Boys. I mean, they are they were they were the band of the decade, right? The decade uh, they were the R and B group of the decade. I'd say so. I mean, High Five comes to mind. <laughs> all for one. Yeah, the names we all the names we all remember. You remember High Five? Yeah. I can't wait. Okay, okay. We, hold on, we got breaking news. Uh, I don't know minute. what the hell's happening Who's here. Breaking news. Now, now I'm getting a little bit worried. What happened? 2024 five star small forward Carter Bryant has announced that he will not be taking his official visit to Louisville this weekend for Louisville Live. He's it, looking to reschedule for early November. So this this I'm. I'm uh, is this sickness spreading amongst recruits? Uh, I'm now I'm nervous. I mean, I'd be I'd probably be as nervous as you if I knew who this kid was because I don't remember hearing his name before. He's very very good. I think our singing set up a car alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help but notice that this this news does come right after we started singing "Boys to Men." Yeah, I mean, he's driving in the road. He's like, just turned around. He tells the driver, "Get back to the airport now." Did a huge YouTube, <laughs> just U-turn right there. Do you think it's because we we said Earth, Wind, and Fire wasn't an R and B group? I don't know what we said. <laughs> maybe 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 he's related to the guy in "Boys to Men." They kicked out the group, the baritone guy. Remember, they threw he's. It's only a three group, three man group now. I'm officially worried about what's happening here. Now, who, I don't know. I don't. I don't remember who Carter Brandt was. He's five star, class of 2024. I mean, that was he. No, the 2025 was the local kid, right? There's, there is a local kid in 2025. There's also EJ Walker from 2025. Okay, Carter Bryant's the number seven overall player in that class. Uh, he's also out of California. Man, he's not connected with Kanye, is he? 
I mean, I hope not. <laughs> Do we need to get Kanye back in the fold? I mean, I'm sorry I made fun of the, the, the Yeezys, buddy. I'm sure they're really good. In fact, Kanye, if you, if you hang on, you'll get my personal apology at the next, in the next segment. Well. You okay there? Yeah. That, you just trying to grasp all this news as we go along live on the air? I'm trying to. Are you doing the Cardinal Insider? I'm not doing the Cardinal Insider. <laughs> I already did it during the break. I'm trying to make <laughs> trying to make sure this isn't some sort of epidemic that we're that something's happening that I understand. But um, so AJ Johnson not coming, Carter Bryant not coming. <laughs> this big weekend for Louisville Athletics I mean, is off to a rough dwindling. Start. What is happening? Is Jack Harlow is showing up, right? I mean, are we going to end up with like get down click? <laughs> I mean, good lord, this is. This is not great. Genuine's gonna come. I'm out. trying to send some text. <laughs> I'm trying to send some text to have people reassure me that this is like all. Like, well, no, I don't want reassure. I want okay. you to reassure me. Because I don't know what's happening. I need reassuring. I need to be warm and cozy inside again. Well, where's my fruit snack pack? Get him in for the balloon glow next week. <laughs> Lynn Stadium helps. I mean, the balloon, balloon glow. glow helps, man, but it can't solve everything. Man. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sucks line. Texas, if you have thoughts on Louisville Live, thoughts about the game against Pitt tomorrow, whatever you got on your mind, we'll get to that here uh, to wrap up this second hour. Texter says... Okay. <laughs> we go to the first text you can't read it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the push-ups. I was going to do the push-ups. We'll live stream them during the break. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust. I don't think you can... I'm a, I'm, I don't want you to, like... I can do 20 push-ups easily. <laughs> Now, more than that, not so much. But I can do. I, I'll give you twenty. How many think I can do? Two. Can you do twenty for all my, all my for every one I do? No. How about ten for every one I do? Well, I don't know how many you can do. If you can do more than two, then like no. <laughs> do you think I can do more than two? No. <laughs> but if you can, then I can't do thirty. I can't give you thirty right now. I mean, how, I can't. It's just gonna take a while. Match the confidence level. No. <laughs> my my concern isn't how many push-ups I can do. It's actually getting it back off the ground when I finish with push-ups. It's understandable. That's that's where that's where I, I have concerns. Uh Thornton Stacks line, 502-414-1450. Texas says, um, did we get word that the IRP is about to give us a five year ban or something? <laughs> that counts as the IRP question of the day. I mean it's At this point, would you be surprised if the IRP is you just think like, they reached out to recruits and was like, Listen, I'm just telling you, you may want to may not want to go in that plane. I'm at, I, I want to know what Kenny Payne's thinking right now. Oh, he's probably not happy, I would think. Texas, I can't believe that you guys, of all people, have not talked about the uh, cows in Cherokee Park. I actually am surprised, too. There's cows in Cherokee There's Park. There's cows all over Cherokee. Have you not seen the Rick Bozich videos? The commentary is incredible. No. We got cows loose in Cherokee Park. How are there cows in Cherokee Park? Try to catch up. I don't know how to explain this to you. Cows have gotten loose. They migrated to Cherokee Park. They were at Dog Park. They're fighting in the park. They're everywhere. We got cows loose here. We got recruits not coming. I don't know what's happening. This weekend's off to a terrible start. You're just trying to digest the, the, the cow part. Where'd they come from? A truck. What was just like the truck just like let them off on the side of the highway? They got loose from a truck. I don't know. Rick Bosich broke this. They news. got loose. They're cows. They don't move like roadrunners. They move like cow. 
I mean, they can't be that hard to catch. It's a freaking cow, dude. Well, they're on the loose, Trev. There's videos of them everywhere. They're my favorite thing is like a couple of cop cars pull up, like where the cows are like herding into like the dog park, and you can tell they're like, okay, I'm here. What do I do now? Like I'm, I'm a cop. I'm not a park ranger. I've got I've got no ability to lasso these cows. What what am I supposed to do here? Like so, the car has its lights on, just like next to the cows. The cows just like walk by him, and he's like, okay. I mean. How? Am I supposed to shoot them? Well, don't do me myself and Irene on them. <laughs> you thought, just when you thought the LMPD's reputation oh, couldn't get any lower, oh, they're shooting you, cows out yeah, here. Yeah, cat unloading like a, a Glock into the cow's brain. I mean, come on, we don't need that. Uh, I mean, these these are animals that are herded by dogs across the countries and across states in Utah. I mean, you can't you can't tell me you can't get them off the off the off the frisbee yard. It's an amusing situation for sure. <laughs> I mean, these are just, I, I, I utterly, watched, utterly ridiculous. I, I, <laughs> that was Thank you. I like that one. Uh, I mean, these are animals that I watched one time. Billy Crystal and Dan, Daniel Stern, with no experience, Great take movie. from one from across state lines, and and you can't we can't we can't get them all we can't get them out of a Cherokee Park. Was it? very by the way, you're right. Very underrated. Sislickers doesn't get the respect. I love Sislickers. That's a great comedy. TJ texted in and says Trevor definitely can't do three. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, so you think you, so that would put you at forty-five. Well, no, he says you can't do three. Okay, but does he think I can do one or two? I don't know. I mean, one or two would be twenty or ten. Do they have to be full push-ups or can I do the lady push-ups? No, they got to be full push-ups. Not on knuckles, right? No, not on knuckles. Do I have to do the clap thing when I go up? No, that's that's too much. Texas says, what time, or this is TJ also, says, what time are Bradshaw and Wagner getting to UofL Live from Sluggerfield? <laughs> First of all, it's Louisville Live. Don't just, you know the name, TJ. You know what you're doing there. UofL Live. Who? Louisville Live. Who's this? I thought his name was Adam. Adam Bradshaw. Aaron. Andre? He just said Bradshaw. He didn't even say Aaron. <laughs> he didn't say Aaron. <laughs> Texas says, TK's got to get a, eat a salad to get us back on track. That's not going to get us back on track. Texas, my faith in KP is waning. Bring Patino home. Okay, calm down, everybody. But if we can't get rid of these cows, I'll go get one and have some steaks this weekend. Texas, chalk it up as another embarrassment. We will never have anything nice again. <laughs> People are handling this well. <laughs> For right now. It's more It's more like laughing at yourself because you're just so depressed. You what else can do. you do? Yeah. Texas, cows in the park. Recruits not showing up. Our pets' heads are falling off. That's a good line. I love it. Always a classic line. Texas, Little birdie. Texas, the cows add to one thing. Cards by 20 tomorrow night for one night only. Set evolves into Bobby 1.0. <laughs> Texas, apparently Jack Harlow standing in for Pat Day to host Louisville Live didn't really affect us at all. <laughs> if we'd had Pat Day here, none of these recruits are No, nope, they'd showed up. He's cool amongst the kids, I hear. Texas Trevor knows nothing about what it takes to wrangle a cow. Oh, that's not true. Well, no, but did you, did you expect him to? I mean, I walk up to it and I'm like, "Move!" and it'll go. I mean, you, again, these are th- these are animals that are herded by dogs. Well, now I really want to see you wrangle a cow. It's not moving. I've been around cows. I want to see you wrangle one. I went out to uh, help my buddy uh, move back to uh, North Carolina. He lived in Burlington, and uh, his parents owned a farm and they had cows on the farm. It was cool. I milked one. Did you really? No. I was going to say. <laughs> doesn't strike me as something you'd want to do. I, I felt uncomfortable. I was like, I needed to buy dinner first or something. I just, it felt weird. I'd feel weird about doing it. It's just, yeah, you're, I mean, he, he, I watched him do it, but it still felt weird. I was like, I can't do it. Texture says, boo, Mike, boo. Why am I getting booed? <laughs> you brought the news? Sorry. 
Mess killed a messenger, man. Texas, regardless of how tonight goes, would you rather have it back at Churchill, back at 4th Street, or back at Slugger next year? I feel like 4th Street would be the coolest environment. I don't know. Wherever AJ wants it to be. <laughs> well, next year doesn't matter. 4th Street was fine, but nah, it was small. There, like there was limited space. Last year was perfect, and then Churchill decided to get greedy for the millionth time. What a shock. Change the paddock up. So I, I think ideally Churchill was the perfect setup. I don't know if it's even doable now that they'll have the, the that first turn, whatever thing, all taking up all that the space in the paddock. But if they can do it back at Churchill, I prefer that. I thought that was great last year. I thought I agree. Um, Granted, it didn't, I guess our recruiting class wouldn't. I mean, we should go by which one had the best, better recruiting class. Yeah. Well, that was probably the, Neither. the Super <laughs> Six. What's option D? <laughs> They apparently tonight. I'm just saying this now. They have a. They're playing a. I don't even know what the game is. There's a hot shot team game that's happening. Some sort of team event, but there are six different teams. There's a Jack Harlow team where he has Mikasa Robinson and Sidney Curry. There's I don't know who Jess Lamell is. I'm sorry. Uh, she's a team with Olivia Cochran and Fabio Basili. Tia Gibbs has a team with Josie Williams and Roosevelt Wheeler. Reese Gaines has a team with Liz Dixon and Aiden McCool. Shout out to Aiden McCool getting involved in this. That's that's nice. Nice little thorn hit Aiden a bone. Little the walk-ons getting involved. Uh, Nolan Smith has a team with Morgan Jones I'm and Mike James. I'm sitting here thinking, who the hell's yeah. Aiden McCool? He's got, <laughs> he looks kind of like Beans from Even Stevens. He's got great hair. Nice. Uh, Ryan McMahon has a team with uh, Marissa, Marissa Russell and uh, Ashton Miles DeVore. Another walk-on involved in this event. How many teams are there? In That's there? Ellis's kid. So it's six teams. Okay. Well, that's fun. Right. Sounds good. Hey, I don't, we, we I don't know what Hot Shots is, but yeah. I mean, I don't know what Hot Shot is, but I don't think it's what I'm thinking it is. Yeah, well, then that's I would not want to turn that into a game. <laughs> what about Hot Shots Part Two? I liked both Hot Shots. <laughs> Did you? I, yeah. don't, I don't remember liking the sequel as much, but the first one I liked. But then again, I was a kid. I probably thought it was funny just because I was like 12 when I watched it. Texas, I'm late to the podcast, but uh, Nostradamus bringing up the parachuting cardinal bird well before the rumor was impressive. You're a wizard, Danny. He did call that. He nailed it. Wanted the cardinal bird uh, parachuting to come back. Came back. Got it. Also, about the setup for tonight. I've been informed that student tickets for tonight, are, they are on the field. So if you bought tickets to the general, you know, you know in the seats, you'll have that sight line. But there will be students that are on the field. So it'll be kind of like in years past where you've got people around the court and then some stadium seating as well. Nice. Which I think is what we all expected. But that will make it look Which that's part because better. the kids are the ones that need to stand on the field. Us older people need the seats. Do they have to learn now? Like who are they? they probably had planned like chance for Carter Bryan and AJ Johnson. And now it's – I just hope everybody else is showing up at this point. Well, I mean, if they wrote chance. <laughs> yeah. They had planned stuff for, you know, recruits in the past. Yeah, that's true. Texas says the second most disruptive <laughs> – that defense is also the second most disruptive to health and well-being of fans. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the point. It's a good text. Kind of wish I had thought of that one myself. Texas, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills with Louisville fans trying to downplay AJ canceling mere hours before our biggest recruiting event of the year. After the LSU and Texas talk, I'm not crazy for being annoyed by this, right? I think it depends on what what comes out about like you know, the yeah the the, the yeah, exactly. I think the if he just canceled and said personal reasons, then you would be maybe a little more sure. reasonably skeptical and, and 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 worried. But Carter Bryant, the Cali kid, also canceling like an hour later makes it feel. I think and no, we don't more, know anything from him, right? No, he's just he's not going to be there, and he's trying to reschedule for November. Is all that was said. <sighs> these poor people who have planned these recruiting visits, they're like, I'm going to. Gonna work up some cool stuff for November now. What are we? What are we doing? We're gonna take a break. 
Texas says, I'm hearing that Evans has picked up his stuff and left town and hearing that HB is suspended. Who knows? Huggins Bruce, I assume. Well, Huggins Bruce, that's an easy assumption because he's saying he's out two games. We don't, we have no word of an injury. And I've not heard the rumors on Ty and Evans, but I, mean, I hope that that's not true. That would not be great. I'm just, I'm worried about why Huggins Bruce is suspended for two games because I'm assuming it's something we'll find out at some point down the road. But I don't think we will. Well, that's, I mean, it's two games. I mean, it's, that worries me a little bit. The Evans thing, no, I, I haven't heard that, but I couldn't tell you if it's true or not. I guess we'll, that would suck. That would suck. That, that would definitely suck. I can't use a better way to describe it, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally uncool. Texas, I'll see you tonight, Mike. I'll shoot you the bird, brother. Thank you. Texas says they only give up 26 points. That's not bad. Does Trevor realize that we only give up 22 points per game? What does that make our defense? I thought we give up 22 a quarter. No. How do we want to get up 22 points? Because South Florida game, I guess, probably brought that way down. And UCF. And I mean, we've had three we games had to, where we felt yeah. teams under 20. That's we've never true. given up more than, what, 35? No. God, we didn't play Tennessee. Texas says, was that pit game the infamous Call of Duty game? It was. Great memory. The, the pit game that we lost with Charlie Strong in 2011 was the game where afterwards Charlie basically blamed the loss on oh, yeah. our players playing Call of Duty, which had just been released. I had forgotten all about that. But wasn't that the same? But but Teddy was the. But it was video games that Teddy claimed was the reason why he learned the playbook so fast. Yeah, but that was mad. But it was. I don't think he learned the playbook from Call of Duty. That's true. Charlie I, said that basically all the players spent the I entire week. I remember weeks. that now. I think I went on a long rant about that. Uh, I would like you to redo that rant. What, what side were you? Taking? I don't remember. Where, I was probably anti Call of Duty side because I've never been a big Call of Duty guy or those 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 games. I, they just don't do me. I mean, I, I see the commercials for the current one coming out, and there was at one point, I mean, it was also like one in the morning, but I saw a commercial for it, and I thought it was an actual movie. And when it, was, when it turned out it was a video game, I was like, what the hell? I was all into this movie trailer. Texas says, quote from Trevor, tell the wife to put the kids out back. LOL, what are you going to give them a chew toy? <laughs> what? There's toys out there. I mean, isn't there like a doghouse or a trampoline or something? Texas, I'm getting a we were favored to beat UK kind of vibe for this pit game. Yeah, I kind I of know. am too. And so am I. It makes me nervous. But I, I like to think that we won't get the same result of the UK game. I can't imagine they'll beat us handily. But Yeah, I can't see Slow. Nothing surprised me I anymore. Mean, listen, I, I can't see Slow was doing what, what Levis did to us. But then again, I'll be honest with you, I didn't see Levis doing what Levis did to us either. So Texas, two visits canceled the last minute. Vibes are definitely off. Sure feels like I came in here feeling good. At least the local kid didn't cancel. It's the first time in like a month where I've come to the show. I'm like, I feel good. I'm ready to have three hours of talk. I'm gonna be upbeat. And then boom, like right when I saw it, I'm like, AJ Johnson, not coming. Nice. And then right, we start the the last segment. Boom, Carter Bryant, not coming. Oh. You know, you know what happened? Dude, this is all me, dude. I just realized it. What? Arby's? I, I didn't get my Arby's today. You should have waited those seven cars out. I mean, you were late getting here. I could have been late. I was late. Here. Yeah. Well, you weren't late, late, but you got like you're right, like right it was like to three or three. Yeah, well, no, actually, it was like three or five. Was it really? <laughs> yeah, I like, got the car three. The original, the original clock on the on the in the break was like down to ten seconds when you walked in. Oh my bad. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, no, I think yeah, I think that's what it is. I I didn't get Arby's day, and what ever since I didn't stop at Arby's, what has happened? Bob's been off. Everything has gone downhill since. And now I I don't know if am I to blame or is it the Arby's employees to blame for being so slow? There was like seven cars in line. 
I don't need these Kentucky fans chiming in all of this. I don't. I mean, well, this is their highlights. They love this. I mean, they eat, they eat this up. We, we, they, they live. So who is coming? Stop. Your mama. <laughs> Big blue fiend, twenty four seven. Can I still make your mama jokes? Why not? I feel bad when at my age making my mo- mama jokes to my friends because, you know, some mamas have passed. <laughs> it's like now. It's like now. I feel bad. There's anybody who's supposed to be here tonight should already be in Louisville. We know Trenton Flowers is in town. We've got that. We where, we got one. Where was he from? He's where's Trenton Flowers from? North Carolina, I believe. Okay. Um, so he's he's here. Good. One five star made it. And he's, he's from just, West Virginia. He's from and Huntington. He's not, and he's not going home. He's from Charlotte. I take it back. He's from Charlotte. Because Lars gets moved around a lot in the last two seconds. It's hard to keep track of. <laughs> he yeah, he's from Charlotte. Okay. Uh, Combine Academy. He's looked at. He's been looked at as a North Carolina lean, but not anymore. You know what? Their loss is your gain, Trey. I mean, the fact that now— One-on-one with Harlow tonight. Get him I, on stage. I was going to say, now now we went from, like, you know, splitting up the, the main time between 33% for all three of these guys. Now it's going all Trenton. Well, not all Trenton. Well, I mean, of the five-star of, of, of towns. Well, we still got two other five-stars. Oh, we did? Yeah. We got five total five-stars that were supposed to be here. Now we've got three. So instead of everybody getting 20% time, we got three guys getting 30%. 33.3. Exactly. Exactly. Look at that mass. I don't even get props for that. By the way, can I drop? I just saw Evan Daniels tweeting. I don't know if this is public knowledge, but Evan Daniels is now Repetino's agent. Yeah. Evan Daniels doesn't work at Rivals anymore. No, no, he's been doing that for a long time. Oh, he's been he's been doing getting into the agent game, but he, he's got Rick Pitino because Pitino. So I something to keep an eye on, Victor. I know I know Pitino's done the whole like this is my last coaching job. I'm so happy here. I'm going to end it. After last season, when Iona was so good before they lost in the conference tournament, there was this talk that you know Iona is going to do one of these lifetime contract for life, make him a lifetime contract, do the John Calipari thing, lock him down. That contract did not get done, and Patino was not thrilled about it. His current contract, I think, runs out in after the end of two more seasons, and he's he's now assigned a new agent in Evan Daniels. I think Patino, he's got one more jump back in him. He's mad about the fact that he, he saw life firsthand in a small conference last year where they dominate the MAC, have one bad game in the conference tournament quarterfinals, and they don't get to play in the NCAA tournament. It, it, it got him so mad that he was like, we got to change the whole setup. We want to join the Atlantic 10. Like, I want to get out of this conference. He's not going to live with this. He wants one more run in a either Power 6 conference or one of those like AAC, Atlantic 10, a, a league where he can get an at-large. He's going to IU. They're gonna they're gonna underachieve this year. If Woodson for, starts this year, yeah, that would be the and process. Woodson has doesn't make tournament this year, and they just they don't even waste time. They get rid of him, and he completes the Ohio Valley trifecta of Lexington, Louisville, and IU. Because I would say Western, but I think he want I think I, he'd want to. I think Western may not be big enough for him. May not be by what by the description you just gave as well. Props to Evan though, quite the glow up. He went, came a long way. He was on my team at St. Matthews uh, basketball. Wore a Dewan Wheat jersey to practice every single day. He was on your team? Yeah, he was on my team. We won the title when I was uh, I didn't know. 13, uh, I had no idea. He was he was at Western the same time I was. And I, I I met him. Just the only reason I even met him was because it was in passing. And honestly, I didn't even remember I'd meeting him. His roommate, is like, I guess his roommate Western, worked with me at Lone Star. I was friends with. And I just went to hang out with him one day over picket meeting him over at his dorm and like, oh, it's my roommate. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, what's going on? And years later, we realized we both we, we had had an interaction without even knowing it. So we still, uh, for Louisville Live, 
the five stars that we still have. Trenton Flowers is in town officially. Ellie Cadeau, who's been, the number one point guard in America for the 2024 class, gonna be locked up. is still expected to be here. Carter Knox, Kevin Knox's little brother, uh, five-star 2024 prospect, yep. number nine overall player in that class. Yeah, we can still family members of former players, too, UK. The pendulum swings the other way. How do you like that? Those three guys all still expected to be in attendance tonight. We know Flowers is here. I'm assuming the other two guys are in town as well. So not all is lost. Don't not assume. Not, not, not all is lost. What happens when you assume, right? We lose Carter Bryant and A.J. Johnson from the weekend. All right, let's take a break. Before we do and get to the third hour, we have to remind you about our guys over at AirServe. If you have a heating or air conditioning problem, I mean, God knows, like today could be AC, tomorrow could be heating. That's the weather around here. It also wrecks havoc on your systems. If you have an issue, there's only one place to go. It's our guys over at AirServe because they have technicians available for you 24-7. doesn't matter what time of the day, whether it's 2 a.m., 2 p.m., midnight, noon, they're going to have somebody there to take your call and a technician available to come out to your home and fix your problem. Call them at 502-264-9662. That's 502-264-9662. They're going to make sure that you are comfortable and breathing the highest quality of air in your home or your place of business. You can also visit them online at airserve.com slash Louisville. Or again, call them at 502-264-9662. We'll take a break. Hour number three is on the way next. The Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Told you I had an apology for Kanye, though. I can't help it. Match the theme. Kanye, get AJ Johnson to the bill. I mean, I'm giving. If Trevor's playing a Kanye song, he should at least send us a five star recruit. I think it's the least he could do. At least. We've talked about Donda Academy. Not to mention the only Kanye song I know. This is the only. This is not the only Kanye song that you know. I mean, I've heard. You have to like him, but you know other songs. No. You know, like Jesus Walks. On water? The song. Never heard it. I guarantee you've heard it. I mean, you've mentioned other Kanye songs before. Have I? Yeah. I like this one. Okay. You just don't know any other ones. <laughs> you like you heard one Kanye song, you liked it, you chose not to listen to any of the other hundred songs that have been dominating American society for the last fifteen years. Yeah, well, walk away on top like George Costanza. Why ruin it? Yeah. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton sex line for this hour. We're going to talk uh, a little bit more about the Louisville Live fallout. Uh, if, you haven't, if you're just joining us, uh, two of the five stars that were planning on making the trip, including probably the biggest name, A.J. Johnson, have backed out of their Louisville Live trips to the last second. Carter Bryant is the other one from the class of 2024. Um, Bryant says that he's planning on trying to reschedule his trip for November. Johnson says that this is due to a, a family member being ill, and he, he still wants to make this trip happen. It's just odd that we don't, I mean, a lot goes into 
these visits, right? There's planning. You set it all up. You know exactly when a guy's going to leave. You know exactly when they're going to arrive. You know where they're going to go to the hotel. Like they have this thing down to a while. It's very rare that if there's a canceled visit that it happens at the very last second. And now we have two kids, both from California, that we're finding out just hours before the start of Louisville Live uh, are not going to be in attendance. That's I don't sucks. know. I don't. It's certainly it, no question. It sucks. Yeah. I just don't know what to make of it. I I don't know if it means <laughs> if they have genuine excuses or what's going on. It just it strikes me as odd. But again, we are. I feel, I feel like the, we're the, prone to think the worst like around r- here. Rusty, rusty, rusty uh, Griswold in the Christmas vacation. He's like, you don't give people a bonus. That just that just sucks. Thanks, Rusty. Thanks, Rusty. <laughs> Thanks, Rusty. That's how I feel. That's how I feel when I, when I, when I just jumped in there and said that's what I pictured. <laughs> You're not wrong. So that's what's going on. We talked about uh, the, the the pick game tomorrow. We're going to get more of that. 5.30 segment, we will do our picks for this weekend. High school game of the week. I'm picking Wagner. They're not playing. Well, they're playing. On our list. Well, they are playing. We already we already set the you, – you have them – you picked them to lose by less than 30. That's the bet. No, I took the po- I took the points. Yeah, you, you, have, you have them covering the 30. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to win out. Can I get a money line bet on this? Money line bet, I'll give you $100. <laughs> for a dollar? Yes. Okay. So twenty one is what you would owe me if they lose by more than thirty. <laughs> and, if, and if they win, if they win, they win the game. You owe me uh, one hundred one hundred and twenty. Are you ninety? Because you still would owe me ten from last week. What's this? Why are you taking juice out on me over here, man? Come on. <laughs> uh, but I tell you what, we're, we're going to spend most of the segment trying to get to as many texts as we can. You guys have thoughts on today's events, and understandably so. Uh, Red white scrimmage, by the way, tickets available now. You can get them for the three p.m. scrimmage at the KFC Yum Center. People, a couple people have asked about the the setup, what it's going to look like. I know it, it was always changing. Chris Mack had different ways of doing things. Patino liked to do like a full-on normal game. Yeah. My understanding is that, Prefer that by as way. of this morning, they still were trying to finalize the setup for how it was going to be played, but that fans who are in attendance could expect at least 30 minutes of actual like five-on-five full-court action. Can't we just do, how do you just I do don't know why, but... I, think I know it, we're lacking guards, but we have two. Well, I think it's also more to do with guys that are banged up. Like we know Jalen Withers has been hurt. We know mm-hmm. Mike James isn't 100. percent I don't. I don't know how like active he's going to be. I think Fabio Basili and Hersey Miller have both been dealing with some things. Trainer and Wheeler in the doghouse. I mean, I don't think they're allowed to have Nolan Smith play five on five. So that's probably. <laughs> I think that probably comes into effect. There will be some five on five. It just it's not going to be like a full. Two hour, two twenty minute halves type deal. This is gonna be somebody gonna get Danny Manning on their team too. Wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, can he put can he gonna play? I'd ride with that team. How about we do coaches versus players? No. <laughs> Are you worried that we're gonna lose the players are gonna lose? No, I'm not. Five oh two, four one four, fourteen fifty. Uh Thornton Sex line. Texture says Alex Jones. <laughs> There it is again. Why are we in Alex Jones' terms? What did he do? Alex Jones is reporting that both A.J. Johnson and Carter Bryant both canceled their trip in response to the January 6th committee subpoenaing, subpoenaing President Trump in an obvious witch hunt planned by known FBI informant Dino Gaudio. It's a great text. That's a good text. It's funny. Very, very good text. Very creative. Texture says, That's is Fred Calgill's son a porn star? No, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. Not, Bernie Kosar's daughter is. <laughs> Thank you, Trent. <laughs> I'm serious. Thank you. Uh, I've watched it. <laughs> Texas is the one guy that we definitely need to be here isn't going to be here. The guard situation is dire. George Washington III is a fine player, but we need elite dudes to come in with the gaping hole that we're going to have. No question. I mean, we need – we've got – look at the players that we have for next year. 
We've got Caleb Glenn. We've got Curtis Williams. I think the other two that you feel like Louisville has a fighting chance. I think George Washington the third. There's a lot of talk that he's— Curtis, Curtis is in the guard, though, right? No, they're both forwards. Yeah, well, Glenn, I, that's Glenn's where I'm kind getting. of a wing guard. Uh, okay. George Washington III is a guard, but he's not a ball-handling guard. Like he's a, he's a shooting guard. He's a pure shooter. That's the role that he's going to play in college. Yeah. And then the other guy that you feel good about right now is Isaiah Miranda. You, We need ball handlers. There's no way around it. I, 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 think, I hope I'm, I'm not right about this. I think the season is going to show just how much we need primary ball handlers or at least secondary ball handlers. LLs can only do so much, and— Best case scenario is you land a couple of them who are dynamic playmakers, and right now we're not bringing those in, which would put us in a, in a situation for next season where we're once again relying heavily on the transfer market, which, by the way, did not go great for us this offseason. So, well, believe we we have, we know that there's we have a future possible tournament el- eligibility that can help with the transfer market market next next year. You'd hope, but if. By the way, also, if Payne's not going to play the NIL game with transfers, we're going to continue to strike out in the transfer game. I'm telling you that right now. It's yeah. It's one I mean, thing to do it with with recruits who are 18 year old kids to say you need to earn it when you get here. Transfers are transferring because they want a better situation because they feel like they've already established themselves at a different school and they want to step up. They want more limelight. They want a bigger piece of the pie. And if you're not going to play that game with them, we're going to keep having guys like Tyrese Hunter going to Texas and Malachi Smith going to Gonzaga and everybody going out it, elsewhere. It depends what transfer you're getting because, like for example, last year's transfer group wasn't groups that were quote unquote had made it already big somewhere else. They were trying to, I think, get back, you know, get bigger, get a bigger piece of the pie like Matt Cross and No Lock. Who maybe you know wanted to be able to show more what they can do at a new school? Well, they just hated it here. Well, true, but I'm just saying examples that you can get guys that aren't just like a hunter that you know there there are other ways to get transfers. Maybe guys that just want to go to a bigger school like Louisville to to get the exposure. Well, yeah, and we've done that. We, yeah, we've done that effectively. We just well, I don't know effectively, but I mean, Carly Jones was true runner up for conference player of the year. Damian Lee is. Was great. Yeah, uh, we we've done it real well. What we haven't done well this is get, there, get the but... guys who kind of established themselves at power conference programs and then transferred here. Like those guys have been the ones that have kind of flopped for us. All, all I know though is that if, I don't even know if he's any good or not. I, I don't. I don't really care. But we've got to get the Miranda guy just so I can make Miranda Wright jokes. Okay. We all look forward to that. <laughs> I don't know. And if he's a better, if he's a good defender, even better. You lock him down. Read him as Miranda Wrights. Texas says, I took a look at the seat map on Ticketmaster, and I was pleasantly surprised by how many tickets seem to be sold for the football game. I think it'll be a good, a decent good. crowd. I, I think just based on, I always judge it based quarter on stripe? like, eh, it could be a quarter stripe game. Okay. Just based on like the amount of people that reach out to me for tickets or like looking to sell tickets. Like, I know a lot of people that are going to the game this weekend, which is typically a good thing. I think night game helps. And the weather's supposed to be good. Yeah. We haven't been home in a while. Yeah. It should be, I think it'll be, and they're coming off of a win. I think it'll be a good crowd. It's our first night, home night game, isn't it? Well, was well, Florida, Florida State was because it was a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Friday, yeah. Texas Kenny should go the extra mile and zoom AJ in on the big screen tonight. <laughs> Not opposed to it. Texas, can we just perform an exorcism at Louisville Live tonight? In what? the words of Scott Reynolds, I'm so sick of this bleep. What if he did that, like surprising him, AJ, and like, he thinks he's going to be at home and he gets in these, like, like a club with Kanye and like Cal or something? He's wearing like a Texas he's, sweatshirt. He's there with Chris Beard at some club. <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> Texas says it's weird how they both canceled the day of and never actually came or got on a flight. It's almost like they never seriously planned on coming to begin with. Mm-hmm. This, I've done that one. You you can you can think that if you like. I'm not gonna say that you're out of the room of possibility. Texas, do you think a major sports network will hire Chris Mack as an analyst, or will he just sit at home and count the money he made after quitting at Louisville? That 
option B. I believe my understanding is he's like he wants to live at home at Louisville and be a dad until his kids until his two daughters graduate from second art. He'll be coaching somewhere again in what three years, maybe. I think so. Maybe as a head coach, maybe as an assistant. I think he'll get back into the game after that. But he's got his oldest daughter graduates from Sacred Heart this year, and the second one, she actually she's committed to play volleyball. She's already like a. I think she committed to Missouri. And the son's only like middle. Son's young. Yeah, yeah, he's in middle middle school or something. What I was told was he's he wants to get the girls through high school. He wants to take like just two years to be like a a dad and just count his money, uh, be a be a rich dad, which I don't hate him for. And then he wants to get back into coaching after that. I hate him for being a rich dad the way he is, but I mean, yeah, I would, I, wouldn't I, I don't, I don't hate on him for what he's doing though. If there's this Patino to IU would break the matrix. Yeah, it would. I mean, it's I tell you, it would just be a perfect Ohio Valley bingo caller to uh, Brick Patino. There's those Kentucky fans keep texting into the show, acting like they got past the first weekend of last year's NCAA tournament. Oh, did they lose oh, the first round last year? Where's the guy with the face? Oh, did that happen? I believe so. They got peacocked. How do they back out of an official visit on the day of the visit? Will we not have known beforehand that they weren't going to come? One, I think you could chalk up to, like, let's say for AJ Johnson, let's say that he finds out his mom this morning is not feeling great. She takes a COVID test. She's got COVID. He's been exposed. He doesn't want to make the take the trip and do the whole thing. Like, I get that. The fact that it's two from California is, it gets a little bit curious at that point. The multiple cancellations at the last second are, it's odd. There's no way around it. Sucks is the right word. Thank you, Russ. Texas, I hate. I would hate for us to lose on Saturday night, but damn, I cannot sit through another Satterfield year. I mean, just because we win Pitt doesn't mean he's winning, is keeping his job. That's just one of the way. That's the path towards the awkwardness of keeping his job. He could win Pitt and then lose the rest of the games and get fired. Texas Trevor DoorDash the damn Arby's to stop this. <laughs> I don't know the address here. <laughs> uh, I thought about didn't DoorDash around three thirty. I'm not gonna lie. Texas, I just finished yesterday's podcast episode. I am currently a medical student. We have to pass three different board exams plus specialty exams throughout medical school and residency to be able to practice on our own. They are mostly multiple choice, but it would be statistically improbable to luck into passing. See, I, I, that makes me feel better because it worried me when the, 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 you when you talked yesterday as if like law students had to go through more hurdles to become a lawyer than doctors did. How did you take that from what I was saying? Because it's the way you said it. No, it's not. I don't think you hear the way you talk. What did I say that made you think that? I already forgot. I know you did because you're not remembering it. Well, right. how'd you say it? I, I, I said exactly what you have to go through to be a lawyer and what you have to go through. You sit for a two and a half day Mention all the tests though with the with the, the medical. Yes, I said you're in residency constantly. You, you're well, taking exams. Residency's like being an intern. Yeah, if you suck at, it, they're not going to let you be a doctor. <laughs> I don't even want to be. I don't even think you should just be an intern. I don't want to have to be an intern here. Be a doctor. It's a white coat. No, like I should have to pay, take take all the tests. Like the the they bar have exam. three board exams. Well, I know that now. According to the texture, you didn't tell me this yesterday. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Do you have different conversations like after the show with other people? No. <laughs> Not about this. I don't talk about these things with anybody then else. Then why is the texture telling us this? Clearly because you didn't mention it yesterday. I did mention it yesterday. You never listened to me. I listen. I don't think you hear. Text, same texture says Mike did mention that yesterday. Thank you. Mrs. Rutherford, please quit supporting him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a doctor. <laughs> they are multiple choice. Stop says, hearing him, Mom. But it's impossible for to luck into passing them. 
I, I would hope it's impossible to luck in the past. That's what he's saying. You said that you could luck into being a doctor. I didn't. I never said that. Well, then he, he. I guess he's just responding to you not saying that for no reason. Well, I mean, you think you said something and you didn't. He says he said I said it. <laughs> so conspiracy against me. I swear. Texas, the only recruit that we've gotten after a Louisville Live event is the Irish Hulk. Oh, good Lord. It's not wrong. We got him pretty much because of that. And because Mac went to Ireland for him. <laughs> Didn't work out great. Is that, is that the takeaway? Is that the spin? Because we've, we've spun the A.J. Johnson's better than D.J. Wagner thing. Now is it that Louisville Live doesn't get as good players anyway? It's not that important that they come in here. I mean, yeah. I mean... Yeah, maybe we should just kind of skip this and do something else. Okay, I, I, I'm not reading any more text about Fred's son. That's well, did something come out? I don't know, but I don't want to. No know. pun intended. I don't. I don't want, want to talk about it on there if it did. I know he was on like a he was on like a, a Lego Masters TV show, like a reality show a few years back. That show's only even a few years back. I see the commercials for that still. I think it's still out. He's, he was on that show because it's the guy from um, uh, Rest of Development hosts it. Anyone, has anyone talked about the rumor that Evans has left town not to return to the football now, is this, program? This rumor, text, text line said it a couple times. Is this I can't getting tell wheels you. because we read a text, a random text about it? No, or? I'm assuming that this is coming from a message board if or somewhere valid. If, if, if multiple people are texting in about it, I don't think it's it's stemming from I mean, our show. Could we assume that the leaving the team would be injury-related? Because we know he's in the boot. Well, I mean, the text, the original text was that it was not injury-related. Okay. Um, I've... Just straight up, I've got no inside info. I had not heard that until we got a text about it earlier this morning. I can't tell you one way or the other. The last update that I got was that he had practiced on Sunday in a limited fashion, and they were hoping he was going to be ready to go this week. So, I don't know. That's I hope good. not. That's your Heisman guy. That's my guy. Well, you know, I think the Heisman ship may have sailed. But don't, 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 don't be so. You can have a big second half of the season. Yeah. Texas, if Satterfield was fired midseason and you had to choose between David Padgett or Mike McGeese to be the interim football coach, who would it be? David Padgett. David Padgett. I would trust David Padgett to commit surgery on me. I love David Padgett. There's nothing David Padgett can't do. This is a pro Padgett show. David Padgett can David Padgett can be a lawyer and a doctor without taking one test. (laughs) He's the one guy who could luck into being a doctor. (laughs) Oh, the only lucky one is the people who hire him. Texas says, Trevor, remember, we need you sober before big things and not sober after them. You're sober today. <laughs> I mean, what's your definition? Yes, I am. I'm, I've, not, I've only had cigarettes today. <laughs> okay. Um, Texas, are we going to go from the AJ is better than DJ spin to guys named after presidents are cooler anyway? Well, I don't want to do that. We're playing James Madison. Well, not schools, guys. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Players. <laughs> George Washington. Yeah. I mean, are we going into any other performer is there a recruit named taft i don't know about maybe garfield there is a churchill bounds college basketball player that i saw place for central arkansas i'm like we need to get that kid in on this team that's the transfer kennedy needs to go get is there a james buchanan we don't know about the power forward that we're going after i'm a rutherford (laughs) does that count (laughs) texas can pat day show up at the park to ride a cow like lily t to get this thing back on track (laughs) yes it's the only solution at this point all these cows. Just take a bunch of jockeys out there, throw them on her, and let's get them out of here. Pat Day wrangling up the cows. <laughs> Riding a cow. Bring in. them to Louisville Live. Get the cows to Louisville Live. Let them sit where well. AJ Johnson was going to sit. You can milk. Hey, recruits, come to Louisville. You can milk a cow. <laughs> oh, Texas says, Trevor's ex girlfriend. Oh, no. That's not, that's not nice. 
How bad? It's a, it's just a bad joke. Oh, okay. Just a Trevor's ex-girlfriend's meeting in Cherokee Park today, apparently. Oh. That's just not nice. No. Yeah. You'd be surprised. I have outkicked my coverage many a time. I believe it. Mainly because I'm so fugly that anything is going to be outkicking my coverage, but I have. You have a charm. Yes, thank you. And I used to be a lot, a lot skinnier. Not like you skinny, but skinnier. Texas says, let's just call it what it is. KP has been a disappointment so far. His claim to fame was recruiting, and he has done nothing here except lose out on recruits, both transfers and high schoolers. Nothing wrong with the cows. I mean, each of them. I love them. Let's calm down <laughs> on the – and I was as certainly as, as – I think as critical of the hires of, of Kenny Payne, the potential hire of Kenny Payne as anybody. I had significant doubts. I still have significant doubts. But we need to pump the brakes on jumping to conclusions here. It's still I'm not making one conclusion about Kenny Payne is my is coach the game until he coaches, has not coached until I watch game. him coach basketball. I'm well I mean, because people keep texting me, I think like stuff along the same lines where it's like, I don't know how this is going. I feel bad about this. And all I keep saying, because again, as somebody who was I had choices that I wanted more than Kenny Payne for sure before he was hired, I, I keep saying, like, I, all you can do is go into this with an open mind. All, all you can do is expect the best because best case scenario for Louisville is this guy who's a former player who seems to be a fantastic human being who is universally beloved is the guy who brings you back to prominence. That's you know, that's the ideal scenario. And I, I hope to God that it happens. Like would would I like to have a better roster going into his first season? Of course. Would I like to be, you know, already enjoying the commitments of multiple five stars in the twenty twenty three class? Of course. Hasn't happened yet. It's not to say that it's not going to happen. And who's to say that this team doesn't dramatically overachieve? We're all wrong about them, myself certainly included, that they are good enough to go to the NCAA tournament. They start turning some heads. And we have less concerns about recruiting because we know this man is like a, a wizard coach. I, I've got no idea how it's going to play out. Everybody's guessing until it starts. And that process is going to get going here in like three weeks. Just let's, let's all be patient. I, that's not to say that this doesn't suck and you can't say it. It sucks that we don't yeah, have I mean, A.J. Johnson and, and well, Carter Bryant coming year, to Maybe we'll say you're right. We should exactly. be worried. But, I mean, until – I agree. I mean, the recruiting thing is, if all you were, were, were about recruiting in DJ Wagner, and we talked about that when, you know, the, it was going to make some people turn sour if Wagner wasn't going to coming here without any other context or care about the job. It's just he didn't get DJ Wagner. We knew that was going to happen. We we, sure. we predicted it. It was obvious. But again, yes, yeah, slow slow the slow the roll. Put put on the brakes. Can everybody freak it out out let's, here? Yeah, let's let's watch the man at least. Co- we haven't even seen him coach a scrimmage yet. A I, scrimmage after Sunday, people are like, "This team sucks." I mean, we, we at least I'm done. At least, yeah, it, you know what? At least give me that though. If you go, give you me look, the exhibition game. If he looked awful in the scrimmage, at least okay, you gave him a shot somewhat. But at least give the man a scrimmage. If we lose to Lenore Ryan, well then there's <laughs> which, by the way, is coached by Eric Sullivan. Is it really? He's the head coach there. We I have didn't not. Know that. We have not lost an exhibition game since the Teddy Dupay game, and I think two thousand was Denny's last year. The athletes in action. I think it was. He's either at, or like the EA Sports All Stars or something like yeah. that. Yeah, was it one? Well, was, was it the? It wasn't the Christian team with Brian Kaiser on it. No, that it? that was athletes in action. Okay, I don't think it was. I think it was like the EA Sports All Stars or something like okay. global sports. Yeah, stars, I remember something like that. Because the year we did it, UK did it like the very next year. I think. Yeah, but we have not lost an exhibition game since then. We get Lenore Ryan, and, and then we play um, Chaminade next week. If we lose one of those games, 
it's not to say the season's going to suck, but I think that you can start to be like, okay, this is <laughs> this is bad. This he is intrigued not me, by the way. Everett Sullivan's probably one of my top five favorite Cardinals. I love Everett. He's yeah, like, he's, I was a huge Sullivan fan as a kid. He's the head coach. He will be there. It's the it'll be the second time that we've played a former player, according to Kelly Dickey, in an exhibition game. Who's been a head coach? It was uh, we played Jerry Eves and uh, Spalding. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. Or Simmons College. I mean, a couple years ago. I thought I thought it was. I thought we played him when he was at A and T or whatever. That was a real game. It wasn't an exhibition game. Oh, okay, okay. But when how many times have we actually? But so we've played multiple. We we played against other coaches that have former players that were coaches in regular games, the season games as well. Yes, I, I want to say Kelly put the stat out there today that said we were ten and zero against former players as head coach. Yeah, Louisville's ten and zero in regulation games, coached by former U of L players. We were six and zero against uh, Howard Stacey, who was the coach at Drake. Two and zero against, ironically, Howard, who was coached by Butch Beard. One and zero against Jerry Eves when he was the coach at A and T. And then we played Todd Howard, who was the head coach at IUPUI in 2011, and beat them. I can't believe they played Howard Stacey Drake six times. He was only at Drake for like two years. 72 to 74. You're right. Yeah, I know. I know because he left. He left Louisville to go to Drake because Drake had been in like the Elite Eight the year before, and he was they were they were bringing everybody back. And when they announced him to hire. Four starters decided to transfer. I guess it was two. He got, he got kind of screwed out of that. I guess it was two conference games and then conference tournament both years. Yeah. It's the only way. But yeah, six games in two years. That's wild. Yeah, and this will be the man, second you? exhibition game against a team coached by a former player when we play Lenore Ryan on October 30th. I just didn't know Everett Sullivan was in coaching, though. He is. He's killing it. It's good. I'm glad for him. Why don't we get a look at him? Or is it when... <laughs> Texas says we haven't been the same since Mark Summers curses against UK in 2014. <laughs> We kind of have it. It still babbles me how much you hate Mark Summers. For all the blame that I get for stuff, that may be the most legitimate. I mean, I, I still, like, I'm, I'm angry at him for not putting me on Double Dare when I was a kid, but, I mean, I don't. The thing was, like, I, so I put it to a vote that night. I was like, we were killing time until the U.K. Sweet 16 game, and, like, everybody was so nervous. We are just looking for stuff to do, and I was like, here's what we're going to do. I'm taking suggestions for the most random celebrity that we need to bombard yeah, and make them this, give yeah. us his game pick. And I don't think Mark Summers got the most votes. It was just the, the, the suggestion that I saw that I was like, I want I want it to be Mark Summers. I, I kind of made the executive decision on my own, and I feel like I cursed us in the process. If I'd gone with Bobby Budnick from Salute Your Shorts or something like that. I was wondering who were the options on it, do you remember? We ended up, like a- after the Summers thing went haywire, we ended up going after a lot of people. Budnick picked us to beat UK. It seems like you you have a very uh, like a, a, a fixation with Nick, Nick, early Nickelodeon characters. It wasn't just me. It was you know, people. I think I the one the person who got the most votes was actually Frank Stallone. And we... <laughs> <laughs> Sylvester's brother? Yes. You guessed it. Frank Stallone. And I, I, I instead opted for Mark Summers and maybe the biggest mistake of my entire life because nothing has gone right since then. Nothing. Now, but from Sleater Shorts, that's the redheaded one, right? Correct. He was also in Different Strokes and in uh, Terminator 2. He was in Terminator 2. I know that. Yeah. Different he, Strokes, I think your word for He it. played the add on kid, Dixie Carter's kid, Sam, at okay. the very end of the show. Yeah. Texas, the cows were just looking for gym porters. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Texas says, "Have you already addressed?" Uh, somebody, I, I have new Jano Jim Porter. That's that's not that funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Texas, have you already addressed the return of Real Louie or the Unis? Great call to get fans excited during a disappointing year. I'm hyped. We've talked about parachuting Louie and the new uniforms. They are teasing, and this is something that the, the fans were clamoring for on the show last week: the return of the old naked Louie. That's what we call him because they had a, a like a, a small video of him grabbing a sweatshirt, and you can see like the little feathers. So. I think the parachuting bird tomorrow night that comes down, I'd be shocked if it's not the old school Louis. It's coming back. Nice. They're, do, they're trying to give the fans what they want. That'd be a nude shoot. 
Terry says, instead of reassuring Trevor that he wasn't ugly, Mike just told him that he has charm. No, that's not <laughs> why I'm mad. I said you are charming. That is kind of what you say. To like, you're a good person on the inside, right? No, I said you're, you're, <laughs> you have a charm. I'm not surprised that you get. I mean, I have found a way to, I feel like, land would you, would you, women who are far more attractive would, than I am. Would you like I, a shovel to help you with this hole you're digging over no, there? No, no, I'm not taking it back. Okay. Oh, no, don't take it back. Yeah, just keep piling on it. Texas is AJ still better than DJ. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. A's are better than D's. Clearly. No question. I like how some people like took that seriously. Like UK fans keep tweeting at me now. They're like, oh, is AJ better than DJ really? And then they tag me and Matt Jones in it. Did like, they, is that, a lot of people just I'm like, did Matt Jones accuse me of this? Matt Jones was losing that last night on a, a field of 60, 68 people. Oh, he was so mad about that. So I mean, so you, you might you'd think they'd gone and peed on his shoes at the urinal. Because they had Louisville fans <laughs> were upset that they had Louisville, the twenty thirteen team is that they're counting down the twenty five best teams of the the two thousands. And they had Louisville at number 24, the national title team, which I think is dumb, but I'm not going to get upset about it. Yeah. They've got UK, I think, at like 11 or 12. It was 12. That's the 12 team at 12. And I think that that's, admittedly, I think that that's wrong. I think that 2012 team was at least top five. It was good. I mean, but, I love, like, but, but I'm not going to like, like Jones' reaction was, about it. there's only three teams that are even close to even being as good as this team ever. Which was absurd. Like the 09 like, Carolina team was very good and he didn't list them. I mean, there was there's been some good teams in 2000 that did or did even did or did not win the national title. I mean, that Florida 07 team, that second one was probably was probably better than that 12 team. He listed them and better than us as well. Oh yeah, I mean that 07 Florida team was great. Who else was yeah the U? I mean the UConn 01, uh, 04. 04 team with uh, they were Gordon great. and who's by the way in some legal trouble and Okafer. I mean Ben Gordon's in legal trouble. Yeah, he got arrested. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, for uh, I think it was a uh, uh, fight. Ooh. I saw it across like the bottom of the the guide the other day. Texas, the IRP decision must be real close. <laughs> Maybe. Well, it's, 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 is the is the is cows on in the park a sign of the apocalypse that the IRP is coming? I guess. Or is this just a promotion by Chick Fil A for Louisville Live? Also, uh, he this person sends in Neil Katile, the, the attorney that we've hired, is right now on MSNBC. He does a weekly segment, um, and he's got. Visibly, he's doing it from his office. There's a Louisville basketball right there. Nice, I like that. He's getting us out. Yeah, is this about? Is is this foreshadowing the IRP? Is Katile sending messages to the NCAA right now? Whatever he does, I like it. Texas Mike, I always go back to you quoting that B-ball source quote. He's certainly going to get dudes. I'm just not sure what he's going to do with them. I would like to see at least the first part happen. Yeah, we've not gotten dudes yet. (laughs) Not yet. yet Not yet. Not yet. But we don't know what he can do with them still. Texas, does Purdue take down Wisconsin tomorrow? Your thoughts? Except Wisconsin be a tough game. I think it will be. I think they win, though. I think they win, too. I'm going Purdue. Is that going to be on our, is that on our pick by the <laughs> It's not. Okay. Texas, Matt Jones seems to believe everything that UK fans say about UofL. Oh, say what? He believes everything UK fans say about UofL. I don't know. Texas, in all seriousness, do you all ever get good news? I'm a UK fan here that listens for TK. <laughs> well, thank you, by the way. Uh, do we ever, Every now and then. Have we had good news? I mean, today's been, been a bad... We've been doing the show since August of 2021. <laughs> What's the best piece of news that we've gotten over that time period? Football commits that may or may not make it here? The day I passed my kidney stone? Basketball Which I never even knew if I passed or not because I never felt it. Women's basketball going to the Final Four. Yeah. Um, the live baseball win may have been the, the high point of the show. When we beat <laughs> Michigan. Cam Masterman's home run. Oh, no, no. The day Sean showed up and I was actually here. 
Bros gifts. Well, yeah. me gifts, but yeah, of course you got the gifts. I never get anything. Sorry. You got you got you got politicians sending you like crystals and you know, celebrities show up and give you beer. I, I I mean, I mean, granted, I guess Howie did bring me a, some paper towels and a bottle of water when I was, which was nice. Though. Yeah, I mean, I guess I take that. I thought you were dead. Which does, which confirms again how I've always said he's one of the nicest guys. He's so nice. He's so nice. He's insanely nice. <laughs> Texas, this is just reversion to the mean. Bad things resuming with AJ Johnson. Maybe this means you know, bad news in basketball used to always mean good news in football. Maybe this means we're going to win tomorrow night. Okay. Texas, I mean, I'm sure a few of those prospects came for those girls. I don't think so. They definitely didn't come to school. I don't think they came the other way either. Came for the girls? Yeah. No. Texas cards are a two and a half point favorite against Pitt. Please tell me all this. I can't. No, can't do it. Texas volleyball is the good news. Yeah. Potentially number one. Soon to be number one. Take care of business this weekend, ladies. Who they got? Pitt. No, Notre Dame. No, that's next Wednesday. That's oh. that's the Yum Center match. So they play. I want to say they play Virginia tonight in Charlottesville, and then I think that they typically they have they go Friday Sunday. So I I know they play Virginia tonight in Charlottesville. I think they play. Um, oh, they are. You're, they're at Pitt on Sunday. No, oh, that's, that's a big game, yeah. Nationally ranked Pitt. ESPNU has the TV coverage. Big game or big set? Big game. Okay. It's a match. Match. Featuring five thank sets. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Up to five sets. Big and then match. Wednesday is the, the Notre Dame game at the Yum Center. God, they got a busy schedule coming up. Yeah, we love volleyball. Texas does yeah. Mike or T-Rev drink craft beer, go cards, go Krogering. I used to back when I was drinking, um... And now neither one of us really drink at all. No, I don't drink at all. Now, when I did drink, I was I was just Budweiser. Uh, I think they call it Bud Heavy. Yeah. What the kids call it. In a bottle. No no can. I'm never, I have to this day, will never drink canned beer. I hate canned beer. It just tastes disgusting to me. Texas, this show is just a series of discreet bits. Trevor complaining about Wagner not being on the poll. Trevor complaining about not getting invited to things. Trevor complaining about Boomer things. Trevor eating Arby's. Trevor... <laughs> Complaining about Arby's never change. I mean, the bro, word "complaining," by the way, was not the word that he used. But I can't. I mean, I have, but Texer, you prove my point. I have reason to complain. You get, you give me nothing not to complain about. I mean, you don't, you don't put, you don't give Wagner any love, despite me just begging you for it. I'm not even asking you to. What pay. love can I give? They lose by fifty every week. Just put them on there. Let I them, have uh, twice. They finished last both times. Twice. And I told you they'll be on next week when they play another Louisville team. And they're going to finish last again. Selfish. <laughs> Give them love. Texas Old Louie returning might be the best news we've gotten since the show started. It's the only good news I think we've gotten since the show started. Texas, for those <laughs> already judging Payne, at least read the very thorough and interesting profile on him by The Athletic. We talked about it. We, we read some yeah. quotes. It was certainly worth a read. I just want to see him coach. Texas, we'll end with this. If I see one more Travis Branham tweet before I leave work, I'm telling my coworkers to bleep off when they tell me to have a good weekend. <laughs> Branham has kind of been the angel of death. Yes, I told you my feeling about the name Travis, too. Not a fan. You have. If he was Trevor, he'd be better. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, picks, picks time. Uh, we'll make our high school game of the week pick. Which we'll I'm pick leading. The, the local games. You are. We're going to talk about it when we come back. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we'll get to the Louisville game to end the show. Before we do, though, Telling you guys about our guys over at First Bankers Trust. Visit firstbankerstrust.com for all your information about how they can turn you into a billionaire. Those are my words, not theirs. But they do work with each client individually to help you meet your financial goals. Whatever those goals are, they're going to offer you a wide range of services, including investment management, trust and estate services, philanthropic services, and financial planning. 
for all the uh, the insight you need into what First Bankers Trust can do for you. Again, the website is firstbankerstrust.com. Getting recruits on campus, winning games against Pitt, celebrating homecoming, having red-white scrimmages, and becoming a billionaire. It all starts with one thing, trust. First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust not, will not make you billionaire. Do not listen to Michael the Richo. You might. Can We'll take a break. We'll come back. Picks up next. We'll get ready for the weekend in football. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. If I wrote you a symphony Just to say how much you mean to me What would you do? If I told you you were beautiful Would you date me on the regular? Would you? Well, baby, I've been around the world But I ain't seen myself another girl Like you This ring here represents my heart But there's just one thing I need I can see us holding hands, walking on the beach, our toes in the sand. I have no idea what the theme is. I'm just thinking, I just now remember that there's a theme, and I've got no clue how. I love how when it comes together. to the theme, you can't remember one song I played, but when it comes to something, when it comes to something you think you tell me, you're like the show stenographer. No, I remember the songs. I don't remember <laughs> what the theme is. I don't, what were the six songs? We've had Mariah Carey. Yeah. We had the. Uh, how do you talk? Two and eight. The Heights. Okay. Found that out. That's two. Um, we had, what was it? What are we both saying? Oh, we had Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You. And three. Now we've had Justin Timberlake. Four. I don't remember the, the first song. <laughs> but you remember me. You said everything you said verbatim to me yesterday. Uh, James Ingram. I got backed up by it. So, yeah. <laughs> They're lying to you. James Ingram, who was you more mostly know for uh, the uh, uh, American Tale theme song. Okay, that, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah. I, I, what do all these people have in common? And then, of course, Kanye. Yeah, Cold Digger. Yeah, I mean, th- they all they all have something in common. <sighs> Kanye, Mariah, JT, The Heights. And how does Trevor's mind usually work when he does themes, especially on game days? They're all from Pittsburgh? Because that's not true. <laughs> no, they're not. I didn't even do our D tapping out already. Yeah, I have no idea. These were all songs number one the first six times we'll beat Pittsburgh. Oh, that's tough. I mean, it's, it's hard to get. Including the game you talked about earlier, the 4220, that was the Kanye song. There you go. That was number one on that day on November 3rd, 2005. Oh. The, the last one being 2006. We've beaten them eight times. I just started from the beginning, went up, and. Because I think the other two were, I can't remember what songs they were. And I was like, you know what? I'll just end with Justin Timberlake in 2006. That's fine. That's good. Which is the last time we uh, we beat them at we beat them at Pittsburgh 48-24. Texas says, I know I said it, no text. We'll read two more here. Texas says, we missed John Ramsey. Bring John Ramsey home. I'm going to see John this weekend. I'm excited to see him. You want, you, want, you want me to be on the show with John Ramsey instead? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's what they're going for. You think, you think Ramsey could handle being with me? He would fire you after an hour and a half. There's would, no would, doubt in my mind. Would we get in a fight? Yes, he would absolutely despise you. <laughs> he's done, he he's been here with me once before. He yeah, you didn't like talk the entire time. 
I think the only thing I thought it was the second show we ever did. Actually, I think the only thing I said to him was like, "How can you hate Pearl Jam?" I think that's probably right. And I think I got mad at him, and he got mad at me. Probably. <laughs> Last text today, uh, Texas Mike launches a radio show on one station and starts his favorite team's worst streak of bad luck known to man. Mike starts up on another station. We get the weirdest virus we've ever seen with long-standing effects years later still lingering, and favorite team's worst luck still on a heater. The obvious next move for Mike is staring him right in the face. Can I take over KSR? <laughs> I looked right at you when you said that. <laughs> I need to back on iHeart. I'm going to take Matt Jones out. Take that show over. Bring that luck over there. I mean, I mean, their luck hasn't been that great anyway. Let's not remember that we've got a national title sooner than they do. Honestly, since I started doing radio, period, they've not. Like, I started doing it in 2015, right after their Wisconsin loss. Uh, things haven't gone great for them either. Although football, they've been better than they ever have been, but still, just kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, all right, it's picks time. We're gonna have to run through these a little bit quicker than usual today because we uh, are uh, low on time. And I'm winning. Trevor is winning. I was going to. I was, no, I'm not going to gloss over that. We both went 7-3 and three for a second straight week. Last week, we split on uh, the two games that we picked differently. Trevor now, after, what, six weeks? Turn to the math. Six weeks. Right? right. Seven weeks. That sounds better. 45-25. and 25. Whoa, look at that record, baby. I am now 43-27. and 27, Still two games behind. Behind. Okay, we got a little bit of time to go. High school game of the week this week. It's not Wagner-Shelby County. If I didn't get lost, I'd boycott this. With 38.5% of the vote, PRP on the road taking on St. X. Second straight week we've had, or I guess second out of the last three weeks, we've had a St. X game. Butler Manual finished second with 24.7. Mail at Bullet East, which is a good game, 23.8%. Southern Fern Creek was fourth with 13% of the vote. But second straight week now, we're going to have a PRP game, I believe. No, last week we had Ballard Eastern. Last week was Ballard, yeah. And Ballard won handily. Yeah. PRP gave Manuel a little bit of a scare. Our boy Patrick Ryan was saying he didn't think it was going to be much of an issue. But PRP only almost uh, went on the road and knocked off the Crimsons last week. Now they're going to try to do the same to the number one team in 6A at St. X. Is there an upset special brewing? PRP on the road. Who you got? X is going to give it to you. X going to give wins. it to you. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. it's St. X. I don't see that, yeah. I mean, I know Cenex has been. I think they got last week. They had the Butler game. They got to sit some people, some starters, yeah. get them healthy. Still rolled anyway. They, they this is yeah this should be good to go. And I think next week X does the thing. X and Trinity both will do the thing where next week's the last week of the regular season. They'll use their bye. I think a lot of teams have started doing this before the playoffs. It's genius, actually. So, yeah, it's it's smart. So why wouldn't you? You'll see. It'll be a limited slate next week, which is why we'll have Wagner on the poll next week <laughs> for their game. They might they might not finish fourth. Is what I'm trying to say. You so better, the only way we can get on here is by, by everybody else taking off. You gotta get, you gotta rally the troops. Get My maze dream put us on there still. I, I figured you just get people them. voting. Make it prove who, me wrong. And who they play next week? I don't know, but it's, it's a Louisville team. I know that. You can only vote from one account, one one vote per account, right? Create more accounts. Do whatever you gotta do. We'll create a ton of eggs. <laughs> uh, tonight on CBS Sports Network, we got UAB on the road in Bowling Green taking on Western Kentucky, which we'll have on nine hundred, I believe. Nine hundred. I don't know what the call letters are. W something. 900 will have the game right here. Western versus UAB. Uh, battle for supremacy in the Conference USA. Both teams are 2-1 and one in conference play so far. Western is a one-and-a-half point favorite. Friday Night Lights in Bowling Green. TK, who you got? I suppose Western is as good as they are this year, actually. I thought they'd take a step back losing the ROC. Um, go Toppers. I got Toppers, too. Yeah. I don't know anything about UAB other than 
their up and down rock and roll history of, of losing the program and getting it back. And I'm basing it. it on nothing other than yeah. knowing Western's kind of good. I mean, Western's been playing well. Yeah, they have been. Saturday. Even hell, even their former quarterback, Zapi, was looking good in New England. He was. Shut up. Destroy the lines. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, noon, ABC. Noon. The biggest moment yet for the Anaya Die movement. Oh. Syracuse, unbeaten, 6-0, 3-0 in the ACC. On the road, taking on Clemson, 7-0, 5-0 in the ACC. The Tigers, Anaya Dye's getting no respect here. Tigers are a 14-point favorite. Does the dream continue? Does Syracuse's unbeaten season resume with a huge upset win in Death Valley? TK, who are you going with? I think the Anaya Dye does show heart and points, but I think Clemson wins and covers. I think Clemson wins and covers, too. I think like, this is the day it dies. The but, day, but Anai, the, day the Anai but dies. But the, the Anai project could still put up, like, maybe 28 points. Nah, I don't think so. I could just see Clemson scoring 45. I'm saying Clemson, like, 38-13. I think they went big. Okay. I hope I'm wrong. I, would, I think it would be cool to see Syracuse continue the storyline, um, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. CBS 330, number 7 Ole Miss, 7-0, 3-0 in the SEC, mm-hmm. on the road. Taking on LSU, a team that's still trying to figure itself out, five and two and three and one, despite being unranked and hosting a top ten opponent. LSU is a one and a half point home favorite. TK, who are you going with here? Lane Kiffin, who tweeted out a just the Taylor Swift album with a heart this morning. Who you got? Still Lane, greatest Lane Kiffin videos to Fort Atlantic Psych video. He's great. Where he's just like reading. It I like love Lane. The most monotone voice. I've done a total one eighty on the guy. Uh, except for taking Jordan Watkins. The yeah. One eighty right, right, one eighty right back. Yeah. I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm going with LSU. Oh, look at you trying to gain ground. Going with LSU. I, I'm going with the home team. I think Ole Miss is kind of a pretender. Should have lost to UK. We can say that now. That it. If it's, why are you stiffing markers? <laughs> I'm trying to get through this segment. <laughs> I've only got two minutes left. You can do it. Three thirty also on Fox. Top ten matchup in the Pac-12. Number nine UCLA. Your boy Chip Kelly. My boy. On the road, taking on Oregon, 5-1. and one. Their only loss still, that blowout loss to Georgia at the beginning of the season. Uh, Oregon is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Trevor, who are you going with? Oregon six and a half, so it's in Oregon, right? Yes. Take UCLA. You love UCLA. I am, I'm on the UCLA bandwagon this year. I'm going with the Ducks. Going with Oregon. Okay. Quack, quack. 3-30 also on ABC. Even though Texas. you think Ducks are, are intimidating, like Newton, Disney. but okay. No, not as intimidating as the space uniforms. <laughs> number 20, Texas on the road, taking on Oklahoma State, uh, who is number 11 in the country. They're coming off their first loss to TCU they last are. weekend. Texas is a six-point road favorite here. Trevor, who are you going with? I think Cowboys bounce back. I'm going Oklahoma State. I am, too. We both uh, we, Oklahoma State bit us last week. They did. We're, tr- we're still back on that bandwagon. themselves. Straight up. I'm going with the uh, – I'm surprised it's, the line's that heavy. People still love Texas. I guess. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know what it is either. Uh, 7.30 on ABC. Minnesota is on the road. They're no longer ranked. They're taking on a number 16 Penn State team that is 5-1 and one and 2-1 and one in the Big Ten. The Nittany Lions are a uh, five-point home favorite. Trevor, are you rowing the boat this weekend? I, you know I love P.J. Fleck. I do. I'm a fan of his. But I'm also a fan of James Franklin's. But without no, no Tanner Morgan, I mean, that team is banged up. I'm going Penn State. I am too. Uh, I think Penn State it's, wins and they cover. Minnesota completely healthy would be a good game, but they're just they're, they're just too far down. The night games are kind of lame this weekend. I mean, Mississippi State at Alabama is kind of okay, I guess, maybe on it's, ESPN at 7. It but depends. Yeah, their offense Honestly, I don't. I don't think Alabama – I don't think Mississippi State can hang with them. And at 8 o'clock, I guess the showcase game – on FS1, number 17, Kansas State, on the road, taking on number 8, TCU, is still undefeated, still chasing the playoff berth. Horn Frogs, 6-0 and 3-0, and 
They are three and a half, oh, excuse me, home point, home favorites. Thank you. You need the marker? Hear me one second. All right, we're good. All right. Three and a half point home favorites are TCU. Trevor, who you got? Oh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm going on the Max Dugan bandwagon. Are, are you? I'm going TCU, baby. I am too. Um, going quickly now. We've got, we're getting the local. IU will be on, will be on. We will with the uh, okay. with uh, yeah, and then followed by in progress the Purdue game. By the way, okay, a double helping of Big Ten football this afternoon or next afternoon tomorrow tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> Good lord, Can you the show needs then. No, they don't. That's that's just a total non saying. <laughs> Indiana, I'm gonna take it now. I'm gonna use this <laughs> on the road, taking on a Rutgers team that is winless in the Big Ten. It's a noon kickoff on the Big Ten Network. Rutgers, despite being 0-3 in the Big Ten, is a three-point favorite over 1-3 IU. <laughs> Are they chopping wood and Piscataway away on Saturday, Trevor? Who are you going with? That's a slap in the face. That's a Pittsburgh slap in the face. Um, I'm not watching anything with Rutgers other than I know they had the game earlier in the year where they, they, they beat uh, uh, Boston College. I'm going IU. I got Rutgers. Look at you trying to gain ground again. Chopping wood. That's what I'm going with. Next afternoon, you're going to be feeling bad. Yeah, you may, you may be right. Big show, 8 o'clock, <laughs> ACC Network, show. Louisville, two-and-a-half-point favorite over visiting Pitt. It's homecoming night. They're wearing the old-school Cardinal Bird helmet. They got old-school Louie parachuting in. The vibes, they were right until we started the show today. Does Scott Satterfield start the second half of this crucial season on the right note, on the right foot, how does this play out, Trevor? Are you buying the line? Uh, not only am I not buying it, I'm not bumping it either. Um, the, 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 I, before the year, I said Pittsburgh was the team that I don't think we, I thought was a, a guaranteed loss. Pittsburgh has not looked as good this year. We've looked probably worse. Um, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. I'm going Pitt. Pitt 30. 35 to 27. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I think just, we put we put up some points on them at least a little bit. I'd love to be wrong. Clearly, I, I just I don't. I've never felt good about this game. I know that Pitt hasn't been quite as impressive as we were thinking they were going to be. I know they have three key injuries, potentially three, at least two, going into this weekend. I know we have Malik back. I, I just I don't see us getting it done. I think it's going to be a back and forth classic Louisville Pitt game where it's. You know, Probably defense doing more than it should. Some turnovers going this way or that way. Malik's going to have to be good. He's going to have to be great through the air. I think they will try to take his legs away. I don't think there's any question they're going to. They've done that more effectively than any other ACC team since Malik's been you know, our quarterback since 2012 or whenever it was that he first got here. I think they do it again. I think Malik tries to beat them through the air and doesn't get it done. I'm going to say Pitt. I like your 27 call on Louisville. I'm going to say Pitt 30, Louisville 27. Keep it a little closer. Man. I hate to end the show like that with neither one of us picking us to win. I mean, it's not like the first time this year we've done that's happened. Rare though, or last year because there was I think one time you picked us to win when I didn't think we were going to, and then last game I picked us to win, you picked us. Yeah, to Yeah, I lose. definitely picked us to lose to Virginia. I know but that. this is yeah. I think the first time since I mean I don't even I think UCF when we both picked us to lose and that ended up working out well. Hopefully we're both wrong again. That'd be lovely. A good way to start uh, Monday night. Uh, regardless, everybody have fun tonight if you're going out to Louisville Live. Everybody have fun if you're going out to the game tomorrow. Everyone have fun if you're going to the red-white scrimmage on Sunday. We'll have plenty to talk about on Monday. Hopefully it's going to be good things. Go Cards. We'll see you guys Monday at 3 o'clock. Sorry, bud.